0: This Baxter O'Brien podcast is brought to you by Gary Thomas and the Wealth Technology Group in Westfield. Where it's not what you make,
1: it's what you keep.
0: Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535 and Lenny Kravitz on Rock 102.
1: It is cold outside. Well, maybe you should
0: wear like a sweater or a sweatshirt or a jacket.
1: I don't do that until at least September 15th. Although my computer says it's 56, 22 News says it's 50. Uh, Just put it this way, it is in the low 50s and uh, pretty chilly. Pretty chilly. Excuse me. And uh, today, a high of only about 70.
0: My phone says it's gonna—it's 51 right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. and so your it's, phone.
0: Well, it's, I mean, it's right here in East Longmeadow. It's, it's getting the East Longmeadow temperature. We're a high of 72. Where, mm-hmm.
1: from the official weather station in East Longmeadow?
0: Yes, which happens to be my phone. Yeah, yeah. Which is about as accurate as you're going to find anywhere else. Man, what a show today. There's so much stuff going on, I hardly know where to start. There's a show. I know, There's just, a show. I'm just trying to sell it like, we, uh, like we're like we working hard right before a three-day weekend. Yeah,
1: Friday going into a three-day weekend, even they know better than that.
0: It's 536 with Baxon O'Brien on Rock 102.
1: The Baxson O'Brien. Rock
0: 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and Tom Petty on Rock 102.
1: Hey, get this, a couple of days with no rain. Sunny today, a high of about 73. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of about 74. Not even a chance of afternoon showers, they said.
0: Well, I mean, Thursday and Monday. I mean, uh, Sunday and Monday may get uh, some rain.
1: Sunday and Monday is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about today and tomorrow.
0: All right. Well, fair enough. Uh, That's at least uh, two dry
2: days. Mm, Hopefully.
0: Hey, what do you say we hop right into some Hollywood trash with Steve
2: and do? OMG. Wasn't I just saying the other day we don't do enough stories about ABBA, and then you said Mm -hmm. that they're coming to Illinois or something in... uh... Yes, the
0: Rosemont Horizon.
2: Yeah. Well, guess what? Mm. They're coming out with a new album.
1: For Did, God's sake! Yep. Didn't I also suggest that new music must be on the way? They uh, yeah. released the album yesterday, but you know the bummer part is the tour. It's not really them; it's going to be virtual. They're referring to the uh, digital characters as avatars. Oh, <laughs> I I avatars! Like that. I see. Yeah, I like yeah. It. yeah. So they're not coming. They're not going anyway.
2: Yeah, the four members of uh, Abba. I can't even re- pronounce their names.
1: Abba. Do you know who they are? No, I don't really. It doesn't matter. Agnetha, Anna, Fred, Benny, and Bjorn. Wow! Look at Did you look that up? No. No, he sure? actually knows that. I actually know that. Scary.
0: See, their first names represent each letter of the word Abba.
2: You know what? That's the first time that I knew that.
1: First time I did either. Really? How about that?
0: Yeah. You guys didn't uh, nope. you guys didn't set your DVRs to Mm-mm. the behind the music of, a- of ABBA? No. No. Well, did those, you miss out on a good show.
2: Those four put on those crazy motion picture capture suits and spent weeks and months creating a digital performance. Those digital avatars <laughs> which look like the young version of ABBA will perform along with a live 10-piece orchestra. These are not holograms by the way. The technology is different.
1: Yes, but they are the people in the band, those four singers from the 70s, as you just said. Yes. yes. So this
0: would be really no different than, say, wasting your money on a laser light show in a
1: planetarium. Yeah, pretty much the same thing.
2: The band said, quote, uh, we're going to be able to sit back in an audience and watch our digital cells perform our songs on a stage in a custom-built arena in London next spring.
0: And they're not Weird. even
1: going to do that.
2: Weird and wonderful.
0: Well, you know, they mean, these are... I mean, how old are these guys? In, in their, their 70s? 70s? Yep. Their 70s? I
2: mean, When you get to,
0: like, 70, do you want to be touring the world in the middle of a pandemic? Mm-hmm. Well, Ask I, Charlie I, Watts. I, well, he, he can't speak for himself at this moment. But exactly. Nevertheless. Try,
2: try not to laugh about this, though. I mean, you didn't look like you did in 1981, either.
0: No,
1: of no, course. None knew. of us did.
2: And I dare you to wear a skin-tight bodysuit in public, sir. I would do not in it. public. I
1: would do it. But the thing that you said that I didn't also didn't know is this is a specially built venue.
2: It's it's not a special. It's a specially built. It's a stage that has has special modifications
1: for this particular performance. For this particular performance. yeah. Yeah,
0: the venue itself has been around for a long time, but they've modified the stage to accommodate
1: this. So they will have to do that everywhere if they go on tour. Probably. Hmm. Oh, well, they won't be coming to Springfield. I then. was going to
2: say they. Yeah, we don't have that kind of technology no. here. Or money. What are you crazy, mm-hmm. Abba? You
1: want you want to do
2: what? I I think
0: it'd be terrific to see Abba play on like a like a refurbished Bike Night, or yeah, uh, or at the uh, at the deck at Uno's. Hmm. Yeah. Good
2: luck. Whether you had the privilege to see Elvis in concert or not, everyone knows his onstage fashion was quite iconic. The white eyelet jumpsuit and matching cape that he wore in 1972 at a Madison Square Garden show is going up for auction, but they're not being sold together. The opening bid for the jumpsuit is three hundred fifty thousand, and the cape is fifty thousand.
1: Oh man, so you got to have four hundred thousand yeah. if you want the whole thing. There will be other memorabilia on the
2: block too, like the helmet worn in Viva Las Vegas, a collection of his hair saved by one of his barbers. What about the toilet he fell from? Yeah, I don't know if that's up for grabs either.
1: Hair found by one of kept by one of his barbers. Was yeah. it was it Gino or Enzo? I, Definitely I, an Enzo.
2: And a private Beverly Hills luncheon with ex-wife Priscilla Presley. Wow. And Priscilla said, quote, I thought, why not be a part of it? I used to have a different opinion about these estate sales. But then as I got older, I realized you have to pass these things down to someone who's going to appreciate them.
1: Um, so I went to the dentist yesterday, and I don't know whether they have satellite radio or what you're know what you listening to when you're in there. Um, but I'm hearing um, what I came to realize was you are always on my mind. Um, and I, and I sound hounded it because I had, no, you know what I did? I Googled it to find out who else made a cover of the song. Turns out the original was from Elvis.
2: Yeah. I never knew it. that. I did know that.
1: Yeah. He wrote that
2: song.
0: No, yeah. he, did, he didn't write it. Yeah, I, I think he was the first to record it.
1: I thought he wrote it. I thought he wrote it too, but, it, but I didn't even know he recorded it. Um, I, I thought, wow, that, that was wild.
2: I didn't realize how many uh, songs Neil Diamond wrote for people, for other people, <laughs> until I started uh, getting into the Neil Diamond. Well, he did record them too. He uh-huh. did, uh, I'm a believer. And, oh yeah. Uh, what's the other
1: one? The mm, uh, national anthem. He ain't heavy, he's uh, my brother. Right, right, right. Yep.
2: I, d- I thought that was the Hollies that wrote that.
1: No. No. No.
2: See, you learn something new every day. You
1: do, even at this age.
2: But wouldn't you want a luncheon with Priscilla Presley?
1: Not really. Well, thirty years ago,
0: maybe. Yeah. Wait wait. Is she paying?
2: Do uh, I have to feed her? No, you don't have to feed her, but, not, you, but who's who's paying for this? I'm not so sure about that. Kanye is beefing with Drake.
1: I hate the Drake.
2: Yeah. And uh and now he has to contend with shots fired by Peppa Pig? What <laughs> Even though she's only a British cartoon character for preschoolers, Peppa couldn't help but roast Kanye. After her album, Peppa's Adventures, got a better review on Pitchfork.com. Pitchfork gave Kanye's Donda album a 6.0, while Peppa's Adventures got a 6.5. Ouch, that's kind of smart. And leave it to uh, Peppa the Pig, or Peppa Pig, to say uh, in a since-deleted tweet you know, cartoon characters tweet all the
1: yes, time. Right. and sometimes offensively.
2: And it said, Peppa didn't need to host listening parties in a Mercedes-Benz stadium to get that .5. Oh,
1: wow. wow. Yeah. Isn't a Peppa Pig. I'm sure
2: Kanye won't be commenting on the matter. But, of course, it's Kanye, so he probably will. He I'm might. Sure. I'm sure Kim had something to say. No, but that's the uh, after Kim... That's the second pig he's been burned.
1: (laughs) Oh, 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 Ah, no. Oh, no, you didn't. Uh, Yes, I did. (laughs) Yes,
2: I did. Uh, I'm trying to know if I should go into another story. You got 16 seconds. Uh, Well, hey, Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins is not a fan of movies going straight to TV or streaming. She said, I'm sorry, they look like fake movies to me. It's not working as a model for establishing legendary greatness.
1: Fake movies. Sad.
2: I kind of agree with her. I think that movies that go straight to the television, you're not getting the same
1: experience you would be if you were in the theater. No, of course you're not. You're not catching COVID from the stranger <laughs> sneezing behind no, you. No,
2: but I'm talking about the uh, the, the effects, the yeah. uh, the camera yeah. shot.
1: Well, the, I was the, popcorn. Like,
2: uh, the
0: sticky floors. Yeah. You know, that's the thing I like. The yeah. masturbation.
2: What theater are you going to? Seawees. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that, that spot they had to clean yeah. up at the Eastfield Mall was the other <laughs> day? Exactly. That was not mold. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. ah
3: oh, yeah. It's more than just.
2: And now, Bax's view from the couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint, Cabot Stains, plus rock solid painting advice and expertise.
0: Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you, folks? Whenever I feel as though I'm at a loss for any of life's most difficult questions, I always defer to just one source. Whether my questions be about public health, vaccines. Football or any of the great mysteries of the unknown. There's only one man who gets my attention, and that man is OJ Simpson. Sure, he may have a slightly dodgy background in public health administration, but is there really anybody else more qualified to talk about stuff than OJ? I don't think so. This week, OJ Simpson took time out of his busy schedule finding the real killers to toss in his two cents about the New England Patriots releasing Cam Newton and naming their first round draft pick, Mac Jones as the team's new starting quarterback. According to a fascinating video posted on his Twitter account, OJ says, quote, I just don't get why any quarterback in the NFL, as important as they are to their team, won't go and get the shot. You're the star of the team. Go get the shot. Tell the public you got it and wear your mask. And you know what? The juice is right. Get your shot. Wear your mask. Tell everybody you know. Because if there's one guy who knows a thing or two about personal accountability, It's O.J. Simpson. Oh, sure. There was that little thing where he may have killed a couple of people in cold blood. And then there was that little mishap where he tried to steal his own stuff in Las Vegas. But O.J. has had plenty of time to reflect on those things. And clearly, he's come back wiser, calmer, and less prone to exacting a murderous agenda. Should Cam Newton get vaccinated for COVID? According to OJ, absolutely. Otherwise, Cam Newton could be seen as self-centered and uncaring, never thinking about the people around him, such as, oh, I don't know, a spouse and her friend returning a pair of sunglasses. Nevertheless, OJ is a big fan of Mac Jones, and I suppose that's something for Mac to be proud of, just like any one of us would be. The bottom line is, when you're looking for reasonable answers to life's difficult questions, such as, should I get a shot? Or what should I do with these blood-soaked gloves? The only man you can trust is O.J. Simpson. But hey, another my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. A Traeger wood fire grill is ingenious. Cooking grade wood pellets give everything a real wood fire flavor. And Traeger's technology gives you total control. See a Traeger in action. Go to Rocky's or check them out at the Better Living Center at the Big E. They're now available at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 612. And John Mellencamp on Rock 102.
1: Sunny and a high of only 72 today. Uh, sunshine going up to 77 for tomorrow. It is, uh, let's see, 55 in downtown Springfield. You know, if you go up uh, into our office, and, and I realize this even having been gone for 15 months uh, broadcasting from home, the uh, things in our office, uh, particularly things uh, that hang, let's say, one whole wall of our office is basically corkboard, and uh, we have all kinds of things pinned up there, including uh, that photograph of me and the tutu at the, uh, at the Falcons game. Right. Uh, How long ago was that?
0: Uh, Long enough to have a uh, team in town called the Falcons.
1: Yes, but that really isn't all that long ago. (laughs) Well, I think it's 96, 97. So well over 20 years. Easily over 20 years, yes. And the picture has probably hung there for at least 20 years. Well, no, um, because remember we did did change offices at some point. Oh, right. Okay. Well, but I believe we had it up even in the old office. We did, yes. So uh, there's this story on Mass Live this morning, and, and I, I love how Mass Live keeps doing this. A western Massachusetts town says it can't fire a police officer for a Hitler picture. And then when you, you obviously you have to click on the story, which is exactly what they're trying to get you to do. And uh, pretty much what they're doing at that point is giving you the story from the Berkshire Eagle, because the town we're talking about is Williamstown. Western Massachusetts town. Ooh, I wonder which one that is. Could it be Springfield, Chickabee, Holyoke? No, it's the one with a population of five. Yeah, it's Williamstown. So out in Williamstown, there is a police officer who is a 31-year veteran of the department, which seemingly would make him very close to retirement age, if not actually there by now. Right. And yet the... uh, chairman of the uh, town board says that they do not have the the authority to fire him which is what some people want apparently because he has pinned a photo of Hitler inside his locker at the town's police station.
0: Is there a particular context for this picture or is it just a picture?
1: I'm not sure about the picture itself but the officer says that the reason he hung the picture in his locker is because there is another officer on the department. Or I'm sorry. The other officer on the department looks like Hitler.
0: And that's why it's in his locker.
1: That's why it's in his locker. I exactly. See. And it's as inside a, his locker.
0: As opposed to like just showing him the picture one time for right, the joke right. and then moving on.
1: Oh, no no, no, no. This has been here. This has been here for a very long time. Uh, chairman of the board says that even if the board had the authority to fire the officer, a termination might not hold because other town officials do not see strong enough grounds for a firing. Mm. Civil rights groups, however, were asking for the termination. When they said it, found the photo highly offensive and the demands to fire the officer are valid. That's what the, that's what the panel said. Mm. But then groups like the Berkshire County branch of the NAACP, Lawyers for Civil Rights also condemned the actions and asked for termination. The group said the officer's decision to pin a photo uh, mimicked actions by hate groups and spread anti-Semitic views and rhetoric. However, they say he hung the picture to make fun of a fellow officer who resembled Hitler.
0: All right, listen. I'm I'm no expert in comedy, okay. Uh, but I think we are. I, well, I mean, I don't want to say we're. I mean, there are certain levels of of expertise in comedy. Mm. I think we're, we're probably you know B level at the best. But uh, having said that, you know, there are limitations to how hilarious Hitler can be. You know, if you're Mel Brooks and you're putting the producers on Broadway, well, springtime for Hitler's hilarious. But uh, in this uh, day and age, with cancel culture and you know hypersensitivities and political correctness, that's really like a one-shot joke. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. And even and even then, and even then, you have to uh, be mindful of the parameters of that joke. Like, like, can it be funny for more than ten seconds? I would say probably not. So I would not have posted that picture.
1: So the um. Mass Live story has uh, the Berkshire Eagle as a hyperlink, so I click on that to see the Berkshire Eagle story, and um, I get a story entitled "Highly or uh, Hitler Photo Highly Offensive," but it lacks power. But well, okay, so hang on a second. Yeah, here's another another hyperlink. Williamstown will not fire the police officer who hyperlink. Once kept a photo of Adolf Hitler in his locker, a display he called a joke despite calls for his dismissal. So I hit the uh, hyperlink of once kept a photo of Hitler because that makes it sound like the picture's not there anymore. And uh, and that takes me to an article titled uh, Lawyers Group and NAACP Seek Termination of Officer. And I haven't had enough time to read that article to see, mm. you know, like... Uh, Oh, the photo was hung in the locker about 21 years ago as a humorous nudge at a former officer who bore a passing resemblance. So the officer with the resemblance to Hitler doesn't even work there anymore.
0: But the picture remains or does not Uh,
1: remain? Possibly hanging. Yeah. uh, Yeah. um, I'm not exactly sure. See,
0: because I mean, all right if the picture were still there and the uh the Hitler doppelganger uh no longer is part of the department department um one joke's been told it's time to take it down but then two if it's a 20 year old joke is should he really be punished for something that's over 20 years old
1: I oh, I, I don't I, know I, I don't, I we don't, seem to know. be condemning an awful lot of people when we find uh, things they said. 15, 20 years ago. Oh,
0: I know. I mean, the, the time to criticize was 15, 20 years ago.
1: My my, my other feeling about it also is that um, inside of his locker is not really public space. Uh, it's, it's not really, you know, I mean, you could say, well, the, the locker room is not public space. Well, that's probably true, too. But if it were on the outside of the door, it certainly could be looked at as offensive. If it's inside of the locker, um, I, I think that I think that makes a little bit of a difference. Right, maybe
0: yeah, it, it might make a difference. But uh...
1: but I mean, wasn't there a, wasn't also a, a Western Mass town uh, where there was a police officer who had a Confederate flag inside his garage? Yes, and and I forget if he was disciplined or if it was forced to be taken down.
0: My recollection is that it was it was uh, ref- it was forced to take to be taken down. I don't think he lost his job as mm. a result of that. I I, I I mean I could be wrong about that, but
1: well, the other difference in that is if he leaves the garage door closed, then once again it, it's kind of like the locker. But if he leaves the garage door open and other people can see it, I can see where that might bother people. Whereas an officer, a police officer. For the most part, although I have seen this done before, some of them don't have anything of value in their lockers, so they leave the doors open. Mm -hmm. They don't necessarily uh, close it and lock it. If that were the case, then, yeah, I would say take it down or make sure the door stays closed. You know,
0: there have been almost no incidents of anybody in this building posting up something on their wall that was offensive. That you know. That I can recall. I mean, I think the closest we ever got was someone's password or username was, uh, was on a computer that they walked away from, and the username was maybe a little offensive. but uh, or, or, or I believe someone had labeled something and used an expletive uh, to, uh, to identify it. Mm. That was the only two times I can remember anybody you know, walking past something and
1: being horrified
0: by what they saw. You know, we, I think we got a pretty, uh, you know, forgiving group of people working here.
1: I remember times when just looking inside of a particular office, I would be horrified by what I saw.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure I can I <laughs> narrow it down to just one. No. But
1: uh, nevertheless, it's
0: like, yeah, I think most people would just not put that kind of stuff up no. or, or keep it up no. at, at the, at the
1: uh, very least. On the other hand, uh, again... I also know of instances where uh, men have kept uh, photographs of uh, semi-nude or even nude women inside, usually it's inside the locker door. It's not pasted to the back wall of the locker. It's right. it's inside the locker door. And uh, I've seen photos like that in the past, which today would probably be found offensive. Probably. Yeah. Yes,
0: I mean, I think in in this day and age, uh, you know, thankfully, very few of us actually use lockers here anymore.
1: Even if it were a male-only locker, <clears throat> I could see where it might be offensive. Yeah,
0: I suppose. They all, you, you never, you never know who you're offending. No, you no, never do. Never that's did. why. That's why I don't take chances anymore. I try to make myself completely bulletproof and offend nobody.
1: Yeah, see, I do it the opposite way. I try to offend everybody, and then that way I can't be accused of discrimination. Okay.
0: You just hold on to that. Yeah. Works for me. It's 623 with Baxson O'Brien to Rock 102. Oh, hang on. Yeah. It's uh,
1: 626
0: with Baxen O'Brien to Rock
2: 102.
1: You know, despite being a little bit bummed that it is uh, Labor Day, meaning the unofficial end of summer, and even with temperatures like today and tomorrow, you can tell it's starting to cool off. Uh, nevertheless, I usually don't need an incentive to enjoy the coming of a 3-day weekend. But my 3-day weekend has already started off great. Doing what? I just got 4 hours of free play of Cookie Jam. No kidding. Yeah. Listening to Which you. is almost exactly the length of this show. Wow. That's how how long?
0: 4 hours. 4
1: hours. Wow. Yeah. Man. Free play.
0: Listen, my uh, my 3-day weekend begins tonight. I'm going to be at uh, Festa in Ludlow, uh, introducing Trailer Trash. I'll be there from eight until ten.
1: That's a long time to wait for your weekend to start. Well,
0: I'll be, trust me, I'll be starting at the moment I get out of here today at uh, at nine fifty nine. But uh, it, you know, it's really going to kick into gear at uh, at Festa. If uh, if you're going to be out uh, tonight. Uh, There's all kinds of great fun, rides, games, uh, music all weekend long. I believe uh, The Great Escape is tomorrow night, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that Journey cover band that's uh, so doggone good. So uh, lots of reason to head to Ludlow over the weekend.
1: And if you're afraid, uh, you could go to MGM tonight and see Aquanet. Just saying, there's plenty of choices. Actually, I believe you can see both because the MGM concerts are forced to stop so early and the ones at Festa go on around the clock.
0: That is true.
1: Yeah, yes. Yeah, so do them both, man, but 4 4 hours of free play.
0: <laughs> wow, it's just a this is going to be a big a big kickoff for you. <laughs> oh,
1: you got that right. Let's laugh. Tell me Tell me what's
0: fun. It's Bax and O'Brien's joke of the day. Well, it's nice to find a fellow with a keen sense of humor
2: on Rock 102. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Springfield's classic rock.
1: Uh, Remember, I all week have been doing first day of school jokes because yes. it's the first day of school in many places. Although I did hear the other day of a town, I believe it was in Georgia, that said five and a half weeks into the school year.
0: Yeah, some of them start a little
1: early, way early. That'd be like the beginning of August. Yes. So on the first day of school, the college dean addresses the freshman class to explain some of the campus rules now that they're there. And he says to them, he says, the women's dormitory is off limits to male students and the men's dormitory is off limits to female students. Now, anybody caught breaking this rule will be fined $20 for the first time, $60 for the second, and $180 for the third time. Anybody have any questions? And a male student raises his hand. He goes, yeah, how much for a season pass? (laughs) (laughs) He he plans to go into the women's locker room so often he wants to know what it'll cost. (laughs) (laughs) Booyah! 6.31
0: with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Aquatique Pools and Spas. Save now in all carbon above ground pools and Haywood salt chlorine generators. 730 Union Street in West Springfield. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
2: Thanks, Bax. A suspect was arrested in connection with a shooting on Gilman Street in Springfield. A warrant was issued for the arrest of 27-year-old Kyle Holmes of Springfield for the shooting that occurred on Gilman Street on Tuesday morning. Holmes was arrested around 11.05 a.m. Thursday in an apartment located on Chestnut Street. The East Longmeadow Police found a man suffering from a gunshot wound in a busy shopping area along North Main Street and was brought to Bay State Medical Center. The victim is in serious condition but is expected to be okay.
1: A busy shopping area along North Main Street in East Longmeadow? Yeah. There's only about 20 of those.
2: Yeah, it's almost like they're the West Springfield Police.
1: Yeah, huh? yeah, they're, they're telling us about an arrest of a crime that occurred how many days ago? Uh, ten days ago. Ten days ago. Yeah, yeah. and then not telling us uh, where.
0: And two of those shopping centers are across the street from each other.
1: Uh, yes, at least
2: mm-hmm. two. Another arrest has been made in connection with the assault on a driver in Springfield back in July. Springfield police spokesperson Ryan Walsh said that 22-year-old Jacob Rogers of Springfield was arrested Thursday morning on charges of armed assault to murder, assault with a dangerous weapon, and assault and battery with a dangerous weapon causing serious bodily injury. The charges stem from an incident that took place at the X at Belmont and Sumner Avenue in Springfield on July 5th. On that day, police were called to the intersection for a report of an assault, and when they arrived, they located an adult male on the ground suffering from severe head trauma. An investigation found that a group of dirt bike riders cut off the victim's car, and a small collision occurred between a dirt bike and the vehicle. A verbal altercation then occurred, and the driver got out of his car, which is when the assault took place. You
1: mean a group of dirt bag riders?
2: Dirt. Not going to let them catch you, no. Not going to let them catch the dirt bike rider. Yeah, well,
1: thankfully they're catching them one at a time, and this is the second one, kind of a serious story. Uh, The last I knew, and this would have been like a week and a half ago, this guy is still in a coma. I mean, it just, it's amazing. Uh, Just the idea you can be driving down the road one minute, and then, you know, two minutes later, this kind of thing happens yeah
0: i mean i i mean i'm glad that at the very least you know someone's gonna you know face some justice here but you know most of the time when these dirt bag, uh dirt bag, dirt bike riders are out you know, there's, there's nothing there's nothing Steven. you can do for them i mean you you the police can't stop them i know and you know for all the city councilors that want to you know put you know gas stations in charge of policing these kids and whatever it's like you know this is like the 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 one situation I I've seen in a long time where the police have n- like very few answers, right? And they are disruptive what? and it's unsafe. And then you have a you know, a tragic situation like this where you know a guy gets uh, you know nearly brained within inches of his life, and for what?
1: And and that's just it. I mean, you can't. You know, there were there were times when uh, when uh, people would be able to correct someone else's behavior or comment on someone else's behavior to them, and it, and it would just be words. That's it, and maybe maybe even ignored, but at least it was just words. You know, like you're ugly. Yeah, right. They're exactly like that. And um, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know whether this man actually uh, accidentally came in contact with the bike's wheel or if the bike rider intentionally put himself in a position where he would be tapped by the car uh, just to see what kind of reaction it would get. I'm reading a story yesterday about uh, uh, you know, this, whole, this whole TikTok, Instagram, social media thing. There's a, there's a couple, ma- male and a female, probably in their early 20s, walking into a, uh, a store. I don't even know what kind of store it was. And there's another guy who's walking out. And there's a fourth, uh, third guy on the outside of the store standing there watching the door with a phone in his hand. And the guy coming out of the store turns to the girl uh, and says, Oh, my God, you are absolutely beautiful. I can't tell you what I would do to be with you, to have sex with you, to be in love with you. And boom, the boyfriend punches the guy in the face mm-hmm. and drops him. And it was done intentionally. That's why the third kid was there with his camera out. So he could record it so they could put it on TikTok because they were doing a little thing of see how people react to inappropriate.
0: Sure, mm-hmm. but how many likes did it
1: get? Millions apparently. Yeah, well, there you See? go. Yeah. Then, then, yeah. then, then there was a success. I mean, it's just it's just unbelievable what's but with, happening. But
0: there. with but with these uh these these dirt bike you know, riders, I mean, th- this uh, isn't I about know. TikTok or hey, social media. You don't media. know that
1: some of them are wearing GoPros on helmets.
0: Sure. No, I get that, I, and I know I know that's true, but. It's the assault that's the issue here.
1: I mean, yes, obviously this
0: is an an allegedly unsolvable situation trying to get these guys off the roads and and driving recklessly. But then to assault this guy, whether or not he intentionally hit them or they intentionally hit him or or it was just an accident, the assault, I don't know how you can reconcile that as being even remotely justifiable.
1: Well, you know what? Hopefully it might have been one of those things. And one of these idiots was wearing a camera and didn't, didn't even stop to think of the fact that I'm recording all my buddies, my fellow dirtbags, and now we can start identifying them because we have that video. I mean, this is the second arrest that happened in July. Man. Obviously, these guys aren't talking that fast, um, although maybe the second guy will chirp a little bit better than the first one did.
2: Yeah, and to say that the police don't really know have any answers, it's I think they're working pretty hard on this uh, yeah. case, and I think they're probably not saying as but, much as they know. Well, well but in it's
1: a lot not of, that; but, it's that they can't. Again, they can't chase these bikes. Well, that's it, what I was
2: going to say.
0: I mean, in a way, you know, they can they can talk all they want. They're hamstrung as far as what mm-hmm. they can do without yeah. the ability to chase, or or even the the legality uh, behind them to chase one of these guys down without causing further. Uh,
2: you you, da- you know, uh, danger to the public,
0: you know it's like a no-win situation. Yep.
2: That was a great movie, The Chase with uh, Christy Swanson and uh, Charlie Sheen.
0: Oh yes, yes, I'm, I was a big fan of Christy. Swanson. Where they have
2: sex while they're driving down the highway? Get yeah,
0: it. yeah. Well, I, lo-
2: I loved her Frozen Hungry Man dinners, by the way. No, no, that's a different Swanson. You sure about that? Yeah,
1: that's Joe Swanson.
2: No, no, that's the handicapped guy on Family Guy. <laughs> Police arrested uh, two suspects allegedly involved in drug activity after receiving complaints in the Forest Park neighborhood Wednesday afternoon. Uh, according to Ryan Walsh, said my best friend, sister's boyfriend's girlfriend heard from this guy who's dating this girl. That 36-year-old Louis Rosario of Commonwealth Avenue was arrested after police identified him as a suspect during the investigation over the past several weeks. I guess it's pretty serious. He said all that. He did. Detectives conducted a traffic stop on Euclid Avenue around 6 p.m. and took Rosario into custody. Police seized 280 bags of heroin and approximately 19.7 grams of cocaine inside the car and more than $2,800 in cash. Rosario was wearing a court-ordered GPS ankle bracelet at the time of his arrest. He was charged with multiple charges. The second suspect, 28-year-old Henry Record of Springfield, was uh, stopped on foot on Glendale Terrace. Police seized 100 bags of heroin in the Record's pocket. He was arrested and charged with possession of Class A drug. Did Record, record.
1: Ha- did Record have a record? Oh, he, I'm sure he does. He's got he's got plenty of stuff. Yeah, in yeah. He's yeah, got that's...
2: plenty of skeletons in his closet, if you will.
1: Speaking of uh, cocaine, did you do you hear that there's a a Rick James uh, documentary coming out? I'm Rick James, bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, actually, and his daughter is uh, one of the producers. But it, it talked about how he had a, he had gotten himself to about a six to eight thousand dollar a day coke habit. Yeah, but you had the money to do it. Well, <laughs> but, but I, but imagine how much coke that is yeah. to be doing in a day. I, back then, it might have been a little bit more expensive. You probably wouldn't get the quantity you'd get now for that for that dollar amount, but. Damn. You,
0: you know what's amazing? That, that whole skit that was done on the Chappelle show with Charlie Murphy talking about you know he and his brother with Rick James, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, as bizarre as that sounds, nobody involved in that story refutes
2: any of it. Oh, no. Like,
0: they all say, oh, yeah,
2: no. every bit of it happened. As a matter of fact, Rick James, wouldn't it, didn't he go up on some award show and said, I'm Rick James, bitch? Uh, he
0: might have, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, he, he, I, but he was but even
1: acknowledging to th- the whole thing.
0: Yeah, but even to the point of you know putting his muddy shoes on Eddie Murphy's couch.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it sounds actually it sounds like an interesting documentary. I'm sure, it is.
2: Uh, Deerfield officials have announced a data breach, which may have resulted in the unauthorized viewing of some residents' personal financial information. The breach was discovered in March and was investigated by the town's data storage provider. Was that a hamster with a wheel?
1: In Deerfield, yeah, yeah, probably. The town
2: conducted its own expanded investigation before announcing the breach earlier this week. Residents who fear their information may have been compromised are being offered free credit protection services at the town's expense.
1: Well, Ooh, oh, all right. So maybe, in other words, something that the town clerk's office might have had. Something happened because I mean I can't think of I can't think of what town department would have the kinds of information. That you would be told you need a credit report or you know security Uh, on your credit. Well,
2: anything. Well, your social security number is tied to.
1: Yeah, 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 that's true too. In other words, it's not necessarily all the information from town hall. It might just be the social security number, and now the hackers have access to other things. Right. Yeah.
2: The uh, recent rise in COVID-19 cases are beginning to cause a strain on area hospitals. Officials at both Bay State uh, Health Systems and Cooley Dickinson Hospital say the highly infectious Delta variant has turned what began as a quiet summer into a very busy one, which has put a strain on hospital emergency departments and resulted in some staffing issues. Bay State Health System CEO Mark Kerouac said the system went from four COVID-19 cases in early July to more than 100 cases just last week.
1: Unbelievable! We're
2: ramping up again.
1: Yes, we are. Still got people that are refusing to take it. Well, it's their choice. Yeah, it really shouldn't be.
2: The uh, Board of uh, Health in East Hampton has issued a new COVID-19 mandate requiring uh, wearing face coverings uh, at public indoor spaces in certain outdoor circumstances irrespective of vaccination status. A lot of towns are doing this, This happened yesterday in East Longmeadow. I didn't know that they had recently done that, and I walked into... Indoors yeah. in East Longmeadow. Yeah. You yeah. just said
1: in East Hampton, it's certain outdoor spaces certain too? Certain
2: outdoor circumstances. Oh. I don't know what that means. Maybe it's a... Uh, a place that portion. has a large crowd. A large crowd, but maybe also not enough space to separate from each right. other. Right, You know, like if you do like these outdoor patio music things or mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, but, yeah, I was a little surprised that they uh, – I just wasn't expecting it. I don't have a problem wearing the mask. Right. I just right. didn't expect no. it. And the guy's like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Could you go outside and put a mask on?
1: See? I know, At I, least he said I'm sorry.
0: I always keep one in my pocket now again. Same here. Because how many times do you walk into a building and yeah. there's a sign right on the door you can't
1: enter without one? Right. I got like five or six of them in my car. It's getting to be like beers. Well, I think
2: most people. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> because you're always thinking of safety first.
2: Uh, you know what you just said about uh, at least he was nice about it. Yeah, it, 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 there's no reason not to be nice about it, and there's no, no reason for me like if I, I there was no reason for me to go.
1: What are you talking about, man? I got my rights, man. And then he goes, said, yeah, well, I got a right to tell you to get the hell out of here.
2: Yeah, well, that didn't happen. I'm just saying, like, you know, I don't understand how hard that is.
1: Well, for some people, it's not about how hard it is. It's about their rights. I'm not wearing your face, tampon. See, I've never actually heard that (laughs) one. I've never heard that one either.
2: Uh, women who've had a breast reduction might know this, uh, but most people don't. It turns out that sometimes they grow back. What? It happened to a 24-year-old woman in L.A. named Bethany Lyon, and she's been talking about it on TikTok, of course, your favorite platform. She uh, paid $10,000 for a breast reduction two years ago. She was an E-cup and was already having back pain, so she got them reduced to a C-cup, but it didn't take. She realized they were growing back three months after the surgery when some new shirts she bought started splitting at the seams and they were uh all the way back within a year damn she she says the question that she always gets is did you just gain weight but no they really did grow back and she's not the only person it's happened to a plastic surgeon in new york says it's rare uh and it's even rarer for them to grow back completely but it does happen more rare isn't it more
4: (laughs) rare rare
2: But it happens sometimes because of hormonal changes. Bethany thinks it might have to do with the fact that she has thyroid issues. Mm. Mm. So she's not sure if she'll get a second surgery to size them down again. But uh, she's a dancer, so it's affecting
1: her career. I would, uh, well, I don't know about the free one. You know, if if people who get, like, replacement knees or hips and need it, need the replacement replaced at some point down the road, Right. those should be free. I don't, I don't understand, particularly if there was a problem, especially if there was a problem with the first one.
0: Free? No, they, they tell you that at some point you're going to need the replacement replaced. And you're also talking about hardware and labor. Like if you had something done in your car more than once, like a transmission, you're not getting the second transmission free.
1: If my... if if it's done improperly. Yeah, I mean, but th- in other but that's words, not the case. Warranty.
0: But that's not the case when it comes to replacement joints.
1: I know, but it should be. But it ain't. What kind of warranty do I have with this thing?
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know if uh if it really works that way.
1: I know it doesn't. I'm saying it should. Uh warranty? Yes. A warranty <laughs> with this new this new uh not necessarily i'm sorry
2: you never sent in the card with all the information on it you didn't didn't register your product would you like to register your product online now yes your uh pioneer valley forecast today gonna be mostly sunny with a high of 72 tomorrow more of the same with a high of 77. it's 50 right now in downtown springfield
0: and i don't know where to start Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 652 and the doors on Rock 102.
1: Sunshine 72 today, uh, tomorrow sunny going up to 77, but it is only 55 in downtown Springfield. You think every song though has a has a backstory, has a reason why uh, an artist uh, wrote the words they did? Uh, many of them do, sure. So what do you think Jim Morrison was trying to break on through to the other side? Like like uh uh, drywall, some kind of a home improvement project. He may, he,
0: he may have been doing some uh, some demo in his rumpus room. He was having an
1: asthma attack.
4: Uh, 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 uh,
1: uh, yeah, but that's the uh, that's the end of the song. It's like, uh, what was the whole song itself about? What's he trying to break through to?
0: Well, maybe he's trying to break through a wall to get to his inhaler.
1: Well, you know, the
2: day destroys the night. The night divides the day.
0: Yeah, uh, I can totally see uh, that kind of building up to, like looking for your albuterol. You try
2: uh, to run, you try to hide, yeah, you break right. on through to the other side. What do you not understand about that?
1: Well, no, <laughs> I want it in his words. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, heard that the, uh, that
2: sounds like an
0: asthmatic attack to me. It sounds yeah. like a seal. Well, listen, if you ever have a, had an asthmatic attack,
2: that's exactly what it sounds like and feels like. <laughs> or oh, he's me. going to town on himself.
0: <laughs> uh,
4: uh, okay, uh, okay. Uh, I
1: believe uh, there's a feature here. All right,
0: let me ask you a very important question. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Are you ready? I don't know. Oh, good. After that, I really don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me as we welcome John O'Brien's America.
1: Yesterday on this show, we wondered aloud what the ACLU's position on vaccine mandates was. Yesterday afternoon, I read this column from the legal director of the ACLU. Do vaccine mandates violate civil liberties? No, we see no civil liberties problem with requiring vaccines in most circumstances. When it comes to COVID-19, all considerations point in the same direction. The disease is highly transmissible, uh, transmissible, serious and also lethal. The vaccines are safe and effective. And crucially, there is no equally effective alternative available. In fact, far from compromising civil liberties, vaccine mandates actually further civil liberties. They protect the most vulnerable among us, including people with disabilities and fragile immune systems. And by inoculating people from the disease's worst effects, the vaccines offer the promise of restoring to all of us our most basic liberties, eventually allowing us to return safely to li- life as we knew it. Here's why civil liberty objections to COVID mandates generally unfounded. Vaccines are a justifiable intrusion on autonomy and bodily integrity. This may sound ominous because we all have a fundamental right to bodily integrity and to make our own health care decisions, but those rights are not absolute, and they do not include the right to inflict harm on others. Schools, health care facilities, the military, and many other institutions have long required vaccinations for things like the mumps and measles that pose less risk than coronavirus. Where a vaccine is not medically contraindicated, however, avoiding a deadly threat to the public health outweighs individual freedom. What about those who object on religious grounds? The Supreme Court explained more than 75 years ago in Prince versus Massachusetts, the right to practice religion freely does not include the liberty to expose the community or a child to communicable disease or the latter to ill health or death. The real threat to civil liberties comes from states banning vaccines and banning mask mandates. These bans directly endanger the public health and make more deaths from the disease inevitable. They trample the rights of the most vulnerable who want to participate in society without putting their health at grave risk. We care deeply about civil liberties and civil rights for all, which is precisely why we support vaccine mandates. Well, there you have it. This has been John O'Brien's America, and with any luck today, I'll find out what the SPCA thinks about vaccine mandates. Thank you.
0: The views expressed in John O'Brien's America were cut and pasted using simple control functions on a keyboard. Thank you. Baxen O'Brien on Rock
2: 102. Springfield's classic rock. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint, Cabot Stains, plus rock-solid painting advice and expertise.
0: Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, remember earlier this week when the Patriots dumped Cam Newton and named their first-round draft pick Mac Jones their starting quarterback? I know it was a few days ago, but here's something for you to chew on. Does anybody recall the name of the last Alabama quarterback to win a playoff game in the NFL? I'll tell you who it was. It was former Crimson Tide quarterback Richard Todd. Who the hell was Richard Todd? Richard Todd was the 1976 first-round draft pick for the New York Jets, and his last playoff win was in the strike-shortened 1982 season when the Jets beat the Raiders 17-14, 39 years ago. I should also point out that Richard Todd is now 67 years old. Since then, Alabama quarterbacks have thrown for only a combined 35 touchdown passes in 35 NFL seasons, imposing names like Jeff Rutledge and Brody Croyle and A.J. McCarron, young men who have distinguished themselves as legends. While they were in college, they just happened to be abject failures in the NFL. Does this mean that Mac Jones is about to follow the same trend that has haunted Alabama quarterbacks since I was a sophomore in high school? No, it does not. Remember that Alabama was once the home of Hall of Famers like Joe Namath and Bart Starr and Ken the Snake Stabler. They just haven't had anybody good in in about 100 years. Yes, 35 touchdowns in 35 seasons looks bad on paper, but last year, Tua Taglielova threw 11 of those touchdowns in Miami. So see, things are already starting to get better. Keep in mind that unlike Brody Croyle and Jeff Rutledge, Mac Jones is actually showing promise. He's a guy who seems like he's actually ready to play football at the next level with certifiable skills. Yes, Alabama quarterbacks have had a spotty reputation for the last four decades, but like every good streak, they all eventually come to an end, even the bad ones. This is why I would strongly suggest ignoring those that would have you believe that there's some sort of crimson-tide curse for quarterbacks in the NFL. That foolishness is about to change, and it'll likely change a week from Sunday when the Patriots face the Dolphins in week one, because I'd like to believe there'll be at least one Alabama quarterback who throws a touchdown pass. Hopefully, it'll be Mac Jones. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Keith at the East Longman Rockies is the man of steel. Talking about steel chainsaws, the orange and white chainsaws professional loggers use. Keith has years of steel training. For steel chainsaws and all outdoor power equipment, talk to Keith at the East Longman Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back, that's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7.09 at Van Halen on Rock 102.
1: Two straight days of sunshine, if you can believe it. Today, a high of 72, tomorrow up to 77, and uh, only 55 right now in downtown Springfield. And now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open Line Line Friday! Friday. Friday. 293-1021,
0: that's the number for Open Line Friday. Keep your hate speech, your filthy words off of this show. Call some other radio show.
1: Not this one. And let's see if we can get someone with just a little bit of intelligence. Why? Uh, Just to see how we can handle the change. Please. That's
0: not what our audience is all about. (laughs) And that ain't going to happen anytime soon. All right. The phones are uh, wide open. Anybody calling will probably get on. All we have to do is wait for someone to... Figure out, out how to
1: dial the phone. There
0: That's we go. The uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? you and- talking to me. Hey! hey! What's going on? What's going on, boys? Hey, uh, I kind of have a story that I've been to ask you uh, to investigate for quite some time now. Uh, have either of you dri- uh, uh,
1: driven past Water shop's Pond recently? Yep. Yeah. Where's the water? Seriously? Well, they, they,
0: they drained it, if you remember.
1: He doesn't, obviously. I, yeah, clearly I don't. Yeah, yeah they, no. they drained it uh, months ago on purpose uh, because somebody lost a watch, and uh, they, they they want to get it back. That was my watch. No, no, <laughs> no. it wasn't your watch. We already know whose I watch God it it was my watch. No, no there,
0: was, there was a whale in there, and it had a golf ball stuck in its blowhole. Yeah. That's why they had to get rid of it. The
1: water shops oh, were angry that day, my friends. Like an old man sending back soup in a deli. Uh, all right, well, all right. Uh, that was my watch, but yeah. uh, I still haven't got it back yet. Okay, all right, well, well, hold that, hold out hope.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much for the call. Rock 102, oh, yeah. good morning, who's this? The water hey, turn your radio down, please. An old man sending back soup. All right, we'll move on. Well, I don't know. This... Okay, yeah, I'm going to move on. Rock 102, good morning, who's this?
3: Hi, good morning. This is Debbie. I'm calling from Vernon. Hello, Debbie. I want to talk about a little bit of the the mold issues going on. Please. Yeah, well, I have experience with these things, and it really ticks me off that these are apartments, two apartments, one I'm living in now and the one before. uh, The landlords just don't care. You know what I mean? They cover it up. You know, like with a piece of board or a piece of something Mm -hmm. to make it look like it's gone away. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's not gone. So this place here, it started in the basement with all the water we've had from previous and now. And the guy that lives in the basement's got tons of water down there. So now it's going to be spreading through the apartment. And people can get depression if you have other ailments, you know, pre-existing existence that conditions rather you know these things can get worse right so it's really not the best thing to do is to leave a tenant living in the building and right now it's hard to find a place to move into with um, people not wanting to move. Is well,
1: your, is really your landlord on on the site? Whatever they want, okay, as long as they go. want,
3: until right, the courts open back up, or anymore, whatever. I guess. All
1: right, take a take, 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 take yeah, a, take a, a just, breath just, real quick.
3: Because this stuff yeah, yeah, a, I, it's, it's
1: really not going you know, to not going be time, I think, where she's going to stop, and we're going to be able to say something. So I guess we can just move on to the next caller, because this is really irritating. There's
3: a lot of things to us that we don't realize.
1: Well, we appreciate no, the call. Good luck to you. Very on that good.
3: One. Okay,
0: yep, there yes, you I'm have sorry. I, mean, I don't right. know what, uh, what the problem was. Uh, 293-1021, again, open line Friday. Phones wide open. To Unless- talk
1: with us, not to perform speeches. That you never inhaled during. Well,
0: you know, maybe she just couldn't hear you very
1: well. I uh, I don't know what was wrong, but obviously know. she didn't hear us. I
0: mean, it's not like your voice doesn't carry. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I'm aware. Okay. I am aware.
0: Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this?
3: Hey, good morning. This is Joe.
0: Hey, Joe. What do up? you say?
3: Hey, so uh, I just want to call and talk to you guys about your uh, your playlist that you guys play on the radio. It's like I, I hear the same songs all the time. Hey. I never hear any Joe
1: You never hear any What?
3: I never hear any Joe Pesci. Like I think you forget the greatest artist of all time. You know, you can't, you don't play. Got you get, got to get Me in my life. Stop and say hello to love somebody.
1: No, I know, I, I think know. You
3: forget about the album. Little Joe sure can't sing.
1: Is he
0: serious? We uh, we used yeah, to, we, we actually used to play some stuff from that album. And Joe uh, Pesci.
3: Hey, I, I want to hear some Joe Pesci today. Can I can, I, can I put in that request or what? Yeah,
0: well, no, we'll we'll get on that uh, as soon as we can.
3: Hey, that's great. Thanks oh, a lot.
1: Okay, sure. Thanks. Joe Pesci actually sings? Joe Pesci was a singer before he was an actor. I did not know that.
0: Well, it's absolutely Mm. true.
1: I also didn't know about the mold in the Rockville apartments. Rock 102, good morning, who's this?
0: Good morning, this is David. How are you doing?
1: Terrific, David. What's up? Well, I got a a quick joke for you,
0: and
3: then I got to hang up. Okay. Um, (laughs) This this young couple is sitting at a romantic restaurant, and the uh, lady says... I have something to confess.
0: I slept with three men before we met. And the guy says, oh, my God, I was only 20 minutes late. <laughs> oh, look <laughs> at that.
1: Talk to you later. All Goodbye. right. Thank you for hanging yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, well, you warned us. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this?
4: Hey, good morning. This is Eric.
1: Eric, how's it going?
3: Great. All right. What I get, can I can, I can
0: hear you? it in your voice how great you are.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> what's, uh, what's on your mind, Eric?
3: I just want to. I just want to say. Uh, I, I just got to say, especially after that last caller, if you got mold in your place, if your landlord isn't treating you right, look at your contract. Look yep. at your contract and see. Did they say there was mold before you moved in? Was it? What, there's got to be a clause about asbestos and lead paint.
1: Yep.
4: This is what the state does to keep you protected.
1: You know, the funny thing so, is, is that's what I was going to ask her. But I didn't get a chance. Because you see, well, she kept on talking.
2: I'm also
3: a mind reader, oh. so that's why I called in.
1: <laughs> well, I see. Well, thank well you. then how come you don't realize it wasn't the last call? There's already been a call since then. Because
2: your sound in your audio and your video is kind of screwed up this uh, morning.
1: Our video. Wow. We, yeah. We'll have to yeah. fix that. Okay. Yeah.
2: That's forward, right. I'm forward thinking, forward thinking. <laughs> so
1: basically, talk to the landlord. Yes, I mean, we got that. Okay, right, thanks. Yeah, yeah, thank Appreciate
0: you. it. Uh Rock One O Two, good morning, is this?
1: Hi, uh, yeah, this
4: is Craig from Magamon. Hey, we're talking about the sunshine today. Well, did you know Donald Trump said it wasn't gonna be sunny today? Well Donald Trump said about the weather yesterday that it wasn't gonna be sunny today. It is sunny today. So what's going on?
1: And this is your impersonation of who?
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, it might be you, John. Oh Donald yeah. you know, everything's
1: Donald Trump, right? Yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah. You realize that the uh, Trump administration is over. Yeah, I've uh, I've just hung up. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, Rock102, good morning. Who's this? This is Ace from Palmer. Hey, what's up? Uh, I got a joke for you. Okay, right. let her rip.
1: What do you call a like bulletproof Irishman? A bulletproof Irishman. I don't know. Rick O'Shea. Rick O'Shea. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, That's one go. of the best Irish jokes I ever heard. <laughs> terrific. Cool. Thank you very That's... much. All All right. Rick
0: O'Shea. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, guys. How
3: are you today? This is Eric
1: from Coventry. Uh, yes, Eric. Can, what's can up? Can you move in closer to the phone?
3: Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. It's okay. Uh, I just wanted to remind you guys about the MVP Open, the disc golf tournament this weekend in Leicester, Mass. Uh, me and my family headed up there, and I just wanted to you know, give everyone a shout-out and uh see if we can get some
1: people there great all right okay thank you Thanks. very much although it is pronounced lester yeah well enough. you know what if you don't live there how do and you know rock 102 good morning is this
3: hey you guys how you doing this is jeff how you doing good, good jeff what's up hey uh from connecticut i'm working down at the va
1: in orlando i just wanted to uh call in and say i, I listen to you guys every morning for years
3: and uh you guys are just hysterical and uh, i always look forward to uh Open Mind Friday because you never know who's going to get. <laughs> That's right, right. No. including I a know. guy
0: from Orlando.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. This is our first call, I believe, from Orlando during open lines. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I'm sitting at the VA right now at work. I,
1: I usually listen to you guys before my first patient gets here, and I'm usually uh, laughing, you know what, off,
3: and uh, just wait and hoping uh, someone could calls in or dad joke David. So. Well,
1: all right, <laughs> well, we'll keep awesome. our fingers crossed and enjoy the weather down in Orlando.
3: Hey, there you go. Thank you. Take care, guys. Okay, All right. you see
1: you. Oh, wow. How about that? Rock, one,
0: cool. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Good morning, Glenn from Chicopee. Hey, Glenn, what's up? Hey, I have a couple jokes. All right. All right. We're ready. All right, so how do you say 69 in Chinese? Nah, uh, you know what? You Let's know what? go to uh, the next okay. one. You know what? I, yeah. I can see problems with uh, that already. Rock yeah. 102, good morning. Is this? Oh, the
1: next one might have been perfect. Maybe. My name is Rob. Hey, Rob, what's up? How you doing? Good. Very some, good. Uh, comment. Okay. You're on the air. Go ahead. Oh, I am? Oh, good. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah, I was wondering,
4: uh, I, I was kind of surprised that you guys haven't harped on this, but the whole vast millions
3: and all the winners
4: coming from the eastern part of the state and not the western part of the state. I sur- how you guys feel about that.
1: You, you, for, first of all, uh, you were surprised that we haven't, what did you say about this? Harp. Harp, yes. You, you haven't harped on we, western mass being you, left you, out. You're suggesting that we harp.
4: Have you heard the show before?
1: (laughs) No. No, no, We we, never listen. We would never listen to this. (laughs) Um, Are you surprised that the winners would be from the eastern part of the state? It it doesn't surprise me. It just surprised me that you guys haven't harped about it. Well, we've been too busy harping about the mold in the courthouse that the eastern part of the state doesn't seem to give a rat's ass about. We
0: have a harp hierarchy that we deal with all the time. Yeah. Sometimes the sometimes certain stories kind of go you know down to the uh, the back burner of harpage and if, vax millions would be one of them
1: if you've ever taken a oh, yeah, single exactly. harp lesson you would realize that harping is a, uh, a an art not a it's an, yeah. it's an art not a science and you guys have perfected it we have uh, worked on it for a very long time we appreciate that <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right Great thank you thank you very it. much yeah. Yeah. okay very harping.
0: Good. When did we start harping on Apparently, stuff?
1: Apparently, according to that guy, a very
0: long All time right. ago. 293-1021. That's number called. It's Open Line Fridays. Uh, we'll take a few more before uh, we're done for the day. Sure okay. would
1: have liked to have heard that guy's second joke. Uh, Rock
0: 102, good morning. Who's this? Yeah, this is Mark from West Springfield. Oh, jeez, oh,
4: Mark. Perfect. There well, we go. Good wow. to hear from I
0: you. A, I got a couple of jokes for you. Of course you do. Are we going to regret any of these?
2: Maybe. All right. You know Steve Irwin died the way he lived. He did. With animals in his heart. <laughs> What's the difference between Captain Morgan and Amy Winehouse? I don't know. Captain Morgan comes alive when you add some coke. <laughs> How do you beat Helen Keller while playing rock paper scissors? <laughs> I don't know. You punch her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they used to call Kobe Bryant back in the day? Oh, oh no! no. What? Uh... Alive. <laughs> and finally, like... how do anti-vaxxers talk to their kids? I don't know. They use a Ouija board. You get it? Because
1: they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. Oh, yeah. I didn't, uh, I didn't get that at first. Oh, I, was, I
0: got that right uh, away. Glad he
1: explained it. There you go. Wow, what an excellent open line, Charlie, oh, yeah. that was.
0: Yeah. It's 722. On well, Rock- we'll
1: do more harping uh, later.
0: Maybe. 722 on Rock 102. Matthew has always been a. Live with and O'Brien, a rock one or two. you ever miss a Baxton O'Brien show, you can always check out the and O'Brien podcast. The three-day weekend, you can listen to podcasts all weekend long if you get nothing else to do. Uh, it's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Also, check out Baxy's musical podcast. My guest this week, Feet Wable from the Tubes, and on Monday, uh, I'll be talking to Dave Wakeling from the English Beat and uh, General Public. Pretty good interview. You'll be able to hear that starting Monday on BaxtonO'Brien.com.
1: Well, they did it again. Uh, Mass Live with their uh, with their clickbait headlines. I just got a notification from them. Western Mass school closed Friday after multiple cases of COVID confirmed. They do this all the time. They a Western Mass town, a Western Mass cop, a Western Mass school. Instead of just telling you uh, what town it's in, so that you can say, "Well, I don't really care about that." Um, well, that's not really clickbait. I mean that's, that, that's just a teaser.
0: That's to get you in that's to get you into it so you can see all the very expensive advertising they have embedded within the story. Clickbait well, would be like it's a gallery of photos
1: that you have to click through one page after another while it infects your system. Oh this goes on and on with them uh, just just teasing you. Uh, but it is the,
2: you're spending all this time talking about these stories.
1: I know I know it is the Farmington River elementary school, a Berkshire County school, <laughs> then, then it goes three, four, five paragraphs, and it still doesn't say what town. What, uh, what, what, What's the thing you have the
2: issue with the most?
1: Uh, them uh, them being so ambiguous. And
2: that when you click on something, you realize, well, that town doesn't concern me because it's not right. my exactly. uh,
1: direct uh, right. knowledge of, exactly. of town, so yep. I don't care. Exactly. Well, somebody does care. Well, then why don't they tell us what town it is? The it's Farmington Otis. River Elementary School, a Berkshire County school. It's oh. an Otis. Well, how do you know that? Because you looked it up. That's no. right. I shouldn't have to do that. I should find it right here in this article. Well, oh, that's why you got to go to 22 News because it says right on the front page that Otis uh, School is uh, closed. And to. that's great for 22. My problem is with Mass Live, as usual. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I don't see a real
0: big problem, and it is a Berkshire County story. They're, you know, they're a Western Mass, you know,
1: predominantly Western Mass, uh, website. But and the it's site- the same thing with that cop we just talked about a little while ago with the with the Hitler thing. Western Mass police officer. You know, and you look it up, and I mean, remember what town it was now? What the hell? Uh, was that? Williamstown. Williamstown. Yeah, there you go. Williamstown, and yet
2: you spent nine minutes talking about the story.
1: Yeah. Well, probably at least thirteen, and uh, that's because uh, See, but it, we couldn't do uh, open lines that early. But if you don't
2: click
0: into that story, then they can't show you all the advertising they saw.
1: Yeah, I am aware that's, of that's uh, their just attempt. a
0: basic business uh,
1: mechanism. Actually, it doesn't. You don't even get that on the uh, on the notifications. There were no ads surrounding it.
0: Not on notifications, right. But you certainly get it in the news story, mm-hmm. especially if you're on the uh, on the desktop version. And this has been another
2: edition of OK Boomer with John O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: 729. News is next to Rock 102.
2: September means
0: fall in New England. Football. It's 732 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. Uh, this month received 60% off installation with no money down, no payments, and no interest for a full year. Visit yankeehomeimprovement.com and always use the keyword Rock 102. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagle. And
2: we have breaking news out of Berkshire County. We go all the way live to our Berkshire County correspondent, Crip Dick. <laughs> Crip, what can you tell us? Well, Licks, there seems to be an elementary school out here that ain't gonna open today. What town are you in? I can't tell you that. But it's <laughs> near the Farmington River. <laughs> You're a perfect candidate to work for the West Springfield Police Department coming up sometime soon. <laughs> Thank you, Cryptic.
1: You're welcome. i never actually heard of someone been named been <laughs> lots
2: of bucks with your Rock yeah. 102 News update. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I just thought yeah, I'd give you a little laugh. I,
2: I know. I just thought I'd give you a little laugh. You uh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I know. I know. This, is, this is how I do it. Mark West Springfield actually already did that for us.
0: Amazingly enough, Steve, it's like you're the man of a thousand voices. Who's Mark from West Springfield?
1: He's the guy uh, who always calls. You were screening the calls, for God's sake. I don't uh, I don't screen the calls. Yeah. Max
2: just picks them up.
1: No kidding.
2: A, uh, I, um, we're changing gears now yes, to very a quickly. very sad story. A uh, Connecticut state trooper has died after his cruiser was swept away in floodwaters in Woodbury early Thursday morning. State law enforcement officials confirmed the trooper, Sergeant Brian Mole, was on duty at the time of his cruiser was overwhelmed by the floodwaters from the uh, Pumperog river making this a line of duty death uh, colonel stavros michaelis described mole as a well-respected senior sergeant who had served 26 years with the department he started with the state police uh, training academy on november 25th 1994 and graduated the following june uh, this is the 25th line of duty death recorded in Connecticut State Police history. Heavy rain swept through the state between Wednesday and early Thursday morning as the remnants of Ida moved through, and state police said a state trooper who was on duty contacted state police around 3.30 a.m. and said he was in distress and that his cruiser was being swept away in the area of Jack's Bridge. The cruiser was later uh, was found later in the morning, and the trooper was located and flown to Yale New Haven Hospital.
1: Yeah, it was... Wow. Um- And hopefully, unlike Massachusetts, drowning will be considered an on-the-job death and he'll get the benefits or somebody will change the law very quickly. But, um, yeah, I remember when I saw that yesterday, it was just like – I mean, it it happens to people in these kinds of floods all the time. Um, But it's the first time I've ever heard of a police officer being swept away within his car uh from this and what? like you just said they they found the car and it was empty so obviously at some point he was able to get out of the vehicle but um that didn't allow him to, to get out of the water
2: uh it just goes to show you how fast the water can rise in an area when you're in a, a flood zone yeah and yeah. how you can you can't do anything to stop it. there's yeah. nothing you can do to to stop that water from flowing in and it happens within seconds and minutes like Mm -hmm. it just it it fills up
1: and you and you wonder I mean I saw a video earlier this morning of the car which was uh, came to rest in in a spot where he he may you know you don't second you don't like to second guess people but you wonder is staying in a car safer than trying to get out and and it does look like the vehicle while it's trapped among debris at least it uh, it seems to be intact
0: yeah, but, you know we, well we've talked about this before in, in other situations where there has been flooding it's very hard to judge a situation until it's almost too late oh yeah you know you, yep. you think well i can you know my car can handle this it's a it, it can't possibly be that be that deep it's clearly not you know moving it looks like st- you know standing still water and it's not yeah, there's. I mean, there's strong currents that you may not be able to see, mm. you know, depending on the time of day or how much light there is. I mean, it's very easy to misjudge these situations.
2: Uh, Department of Public Works crews in Agawam worked overnight to repair a water main break that caused a massive sinkhole on Central Street. That sinkhole was about four feet deep. The portion of the road was closed overnight but reopened the traffic by 630 this morning. Uh, There was uh, photos and videos of water shooting from the ground, reaching as high as the power lines last night.
1: Get out of here. Yeah. The the power lines. lines.
2: Like the the, uh, Agawam geysers. And as soon as it broke, uh, you could hear uh, Phil Rizzuto go,
1: holy cow. cow. Yeah. Yeah. From the lost watch. Uh,
2: Neighbors uh, said the uh, street was uh, flooded with water and the street drained fairly quickly. Many residents were temporarily without water as crews worked to make those repairs. Water was restored early this morning
1: it's like um, they showed this uh, damage I believe was in New Jersey where a house exploded Um, and they actually had it on video from somebody else's uh, ring camera Uh, but the flooding obviously uh, created uh, a break in the gas line and then the gas must have built up in the house and then the house exploded but they they show it after Uh, afterwards because usually there are there may not be fires usually when those things happen and yet obviously a water pipe was broken and the water was gushing out but you could see the smoke that there had been a fire and they said the fire department really couldn't get to it because the whole neighborhood was flooded Um, it's almost as if the broken water pipe put out the fire but not before the house was destroyed.
2: Well, at least it helped, though.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm not sure because <laughs> again, the whole place is flooded, so it's just adding to the misery. Uh,
0: a, a, is this the same story as the restaurant that that, that blew up? Because uh, I'm seeing another story that just came out about an hour ago.
1: I don't I don't think so because the one I'm talking about was. Uh, A house that blew up, and then the house next to it burned as well.
0: Yeah, this one's saying a restaurant exploded in Menville, New Jersey, early Friday, adding to the list of several structures in the area that were left to burn while being surrounded by
1: floodwaters. Yeah, no, I saw this last night. Yeah, so this this one just happened. Mm.
2: The uh, South Hadley School Committee highlighted the issues inside the high school that's keeping students from starting school, and it seems to be more severe than parents thought. School officials have just gotten test results back and found there is, in fact, mold growth in the high school. This comes after the high school was closed on Tuesday, the day before the school was supposed to start, after a black-and-white substance was found throughout the building. Remote learning was originally planned for Thursday, but Wednesday, the Department of Elementary and Secondary secondary education did not approve the virtual learning days at this time Why? well because you know i was thinking about that too and uh, i'm talking to several other people within the school knowledge Mm -hmm. that you would have to start distributing those chromebooks and the laptops and all the things that go along with the virtual learning and if the kids aren't in school yet you have no opportunity to give them to bring them home Remember, mm. like during the uh, when the kids finally started going back to school earlier this year, that the Chromebooks would only come home like on the snow days. Like if they knew they were going to have a snow day, they'd send right. the Chromebook home with the kid. But as opposed to when they were home all the time, where they had those that equipment there. But
1: them. even if they haven't been in school yet, I mean, uh, how long does it take? You know, the school is going to be closed for more than a day. How long does it take to say, okay, kids, you can come down to the school. We're going to be in the parking lot, and we're handing out the Chromebooks, so everyone has one and can begin lessons in two days. Well, it's probably
2: probably more complicated than you think it is because they weren't prepared to do any of this. mm -hmm. They were preparing to open in full and have the kids all back in school.
0: And, you know, you're also relying—not every kid has access to transportation to get to school if the buses aren't even going to run— and so I know in some school systems, teachers have had to go out and deliver this stuff personally. Yeah, that's and another idea. Yeah, but
1: you know what? That's, uh, that's not always convenient uh, for even the teachers to do. Well, of course it's not. Nothing's convenient uh, in this pandemic. But, you know, we, we get things done because we know we have to do it differently. And, and that's why
0: they did it. But in, on, on short notice, like in this situation, like Steve said, they weren't prepared to
2: do that.
1: So, did you see the uh, press conference yesterday on the steps of the courthouse?
2: No, I did not see
1: it. There was a bunch of uh, a bunch of uh, lawyers out there. Uh, Alec and DeTusa were both standing there. Tom Kenific. uh of course. Um, oh, damn! I'm sorry, Laura Manigan. Was that who we talked about? I talked to yesterday. Oh, yesterday? yesterday? The, yeah. The one who sang Gloria? Y- yes. No, 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 no. That's, oh, that's Laura, Laura Brannigan. Brannigan. Yeah, you're you're thinking of the. You're thinking of the Private Detective TV show uh, I believe with George Pappard. Oh my
0: god. Now what are you, uh, uh Oh god, uh, what is it?
1: What is it? Uh, yeah. yeah. I, god, I don't I don't, not, I don't remember. So anyway, yeah, they're all out there on the steps uh, including a former uh, Supreme Court justice, a uh, Massachusetts Supreme Court justice who is from Massachusetts. I'm just very quickly uh trying to find her name again. Um uh, let's see, Judith Podigates. Uh okay, that's not the one. That's uh, a different one. But um yeah, one of the one of the lawyers from the SJC, I'm sorry, one of the judges from the SJC who you know, because we've talked about this twice now, how there really is no representation for Western Mass on the trial court. So this uh, this judge used to be on, yeah. and she is also saying this place needs to either be completely overhauled or torn down.
0: You know what the most important part of this thing is yeah. the TV show you're looking for is Banachek. Banachek from
1: 1972
0: yes, to 1974. I mean, building right. aside the mold and everyone getting sick, it's yeah. Banachek, Banachek with George Papard. And, uh,
1: and and by the way, the uh, the cleaning of the Eastfield Mall continues, so that is also still not being used. <laughs> How the that hell worked? did
0: you reach back for Banachek?
1: I don't know. Because, especially because I never watched the show. Well nobody watched the show. That's yeah. why I only lasted yeah. a season and a half. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> Big George Papard fan.
2: You blew the dust off of that memory. Yeah, didn't yeah. no you. kidding. Huh?
1: You know, I saw George Papard the other day. Where really? He, where the hell did he say it? George said it in the uh in the uh coffee shop. <laughs> I forgot where he said he saw George Papard.
0: That's unusual because George Papard died in 1994 yeah. at the I age I, of 65.
1: And I believe that's what Jerry told him.
2: <laughs> a uh, judge has ordered a wesh- Western Michigan couple to pay uh, $30,000 to their son for getting rid of his pornography collection. Wow! The U.S. District Judge uh, Paul Maloney's decision this week came eight months after 43-year-old David Working... Working or the not chicken. working, Yeah, won a lawsuit against his parents. Uh, he said they had no right to throw out his collection of films, magazines, and other items. Working had uh, lived at their Grand Haven home for 10 months after a divorce before moving to Muncie, Indiana. The uh, judge followed the value set by an expert. Uh, Working's parents must also pay $14,000 to their son's attorney. After moving to Indiana, working, learned that his possessions were missing.
1: This must have been a hell of a collection. Oh, it was. But, I mean, the idea that your parents have to pay you for throwing away (laughs) your porn collection? Frankly, David, I did you a big
2: favor getting rid of all this stuff, his dad said in an email. Well, apparently not, because I just did you a favor by having you... I just did myself a favor by having you pay me out for that porn. Exactly. Lucky kid. Man. I mean, um, yeah, you know, we. T- I remember the t- uh,
0: us talking about this story. Yeah, but in you know in, in in 2021, who's still collecting this stuff, and what value does it really even have well, anymore? He's not it was collecting so-
2: it now. How many years ago was it? Uh, it was only a couple of years ago. Yeah, he had, a couple he of had, years he ago? had moved out. He had gotten through, went through a divorce. Eight months, you said. Moved mm-hmm. into the parents' house for uh, ten. Yeah, eight months. Eight months. Yeah, and then during that time he was transitioning to another place, the parents threw away the porn collection.
0: Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, with the uh, with the internet being what it is, you know, your old traditional porn collections, magazines, videos, uh, picture discs, whatever it may be,
2: you know, the value of that really has kind of uh, plummeted, you know, on the open market. Yeah, but is it about value or is it about nostalgia? I mean, you play records in your own home, don't true. you? Yes, it's so, true. So, I mean, you have your own collection of your own things that... Uh, You know, you can get music anywhere you really want to these days. You don't really need to have the pulling out of the vinyl and putting it on the turntable. I I understand it, and there are some people that
0: you know just prefer the tactile sensation of holding on to a VHS copy of Five Men in a Barn. But when it comes to really collecting stuff, you can do most of it for free on the
1: internet. So I wonder then if I could still sue my mother for smashing my clothes in play. You probably could. Back in the 70s. You are seriously damaged and have never recovered. Yeah, exactly. I still remember it like it was yesterday.
2: You know I have one of those in perfect working condition?
0: A, a closing play? play. Yes, I do. So
1: did I. Yeah. Until my mother got it, her mitts around it.
2: I actually got it for my kids to listen to records to. Yeah.
1: Now, is it, a, is it a new
0: one or like an old one that's just in great shape?
2: It's it's an old one in great shape. And it still has, I still have the box with it, too.
1: The really? Origi- the original wow. box with it. But and it's it, been opened.
2: Yeah, but it was already open when I bought it, uh, and it wasn't very expensive. It was only like $20, $25 maybe, yeah. I think, that I paid Man, for it.
0: Man, if Antiques Roadshow ever comes to the Springfield
1: area, you bring that thing in. Yeah, you get some money. No, I don't think you will. Could so, be worth up to $25, $30. Could be. So they're sitting, they're sitting in the coffee shop, and Jerry is telling George that he's going to be meeting uh, Jerry Lewis, and he wants to get some cufflinks uh, so that they have a, a commonality in order to be able to strike up a conversation. And uh, and uh, George says, well, you already have an in. You have the same first name, Jerry. Jerry goes, oh, yeah, that'll intrigue him. And George goes, well, it worked when I met George Pappard last week. And Jerry goes, George Pappard's been dead for years. And George goes, well, whoever he was, he knew an awful lot about the A-team. <laughs> and there's your... George Pappard, Banachek reference. And scene. I'm glad we
2: finally got to that.
1: I know. Well, I was waiting for the end of the closing play.
2: Well, that was the end of the
1: closing I know it was. That's I mean. why it was the start of the George Pappard. Uh,
2: anywho, your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be mostly Sunny.
0: to Springfield's Classic Rock at 753 and Journey on uh, on Rock 102. Of course, uh, tomorrow night, the uh, the Journey cover band, uh, The Great Escape.
1: I guarantee they'll play that song.
0: They will probably play that and many others at, uh, at the <laughs> Festa at Our Lady of Fatima in Ludlow. Tonight, I'm going to be there from 8 until 10. I'll be introducing Trailer Trash. Mm. Should be a hell of a night. Of course, uh, we'll be there with my Portuguese uh, brethren, Breaking uh, Bifanage, uh, hoisting up their glasses of Matus Rosé, and singing the Portuguese National Anthem, Uh, A Portuguesa. And of course, uh, 8 until 10. Tonight, Our Lady of Fatima, Windsor Street in Ludlow, please join me for an evening of Portuguese celebration.
1: So, you know... um, Excuse me, but the
0: Portuguese National Anthem is playing. Show us some
1: respect. That's not in this country. Speaking of uh, other countries, um, I just saw this story on the Today Show. You know what a stickler I am for punctuality. I would
0: call that being a pain in the ass. No, I would call it
1: respect. And uh, and, Says the uh, guy
0: who was speaking over the Portuguese national
1: anthem. uh Yeah. Uh, Different subject, talking about punctuality. When uh, people are told that an event begins at a certain time, that does not mean that's the time you're expected to arrive. It means that's when the event is going to start. Now uh, the Paralympics are still going on out in Tokyo, right? And uh, yesterday, apparently, in the shot put competition, a uh, Malaysian athlete um, performed. Well, I don't, think it's imp- I don't think it's appropriate to impose roles on people, do you? Especially, uh,
0: especially with their disabilities. Well,
1: right. He uh, he did the uh, competition. He also did it better than anyone else. In fact, he did it so well, he won a gold medal. And then all of a sudden, apparently, someone from uh, the Ukraine points out to the judges, hey, uh, that guy was three minutes late, and they strip him of the gold medal.
0: Three minutes late? Yeah.
1: Three even minutes though, late.
0: Even though he performed better than like that idiot from the Ukraine. Yeah. 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 You know what? I gotta tell you, I got no problem with this. I think you should just mind your own business. No. That's that's what you should do. You focus on yourself. You're at the Paralympics for crying out loud. Focus on what you your job to, is. Uh,
1: the Ukraine? Yeah. I'm yeah. About the Ukraine. Well, the Ukraine came in second. So by you, stripping you. the guy of the of the gold medal, it was awarded to the Ukrainian. Yeah, well, Ukraine's a joke. Oh, you think Ukraine is joke? I think Ukraine is joke. Um, I, I got no problem with this. I really don't. I mean, I- it's the Olympics. If you're if you're competing for a gold medal, where are you? that you're not where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there. It's three minutes. It's not like he was an hour late. Dude.
0: I mean, come on, dude. please. Was was he the only one? Uh, was there somebody else that could have gone before him? No,
1: apparently not. This is uh, apparently the way, whatever the rules are, however the order is worked. You know? You know this is what gets me with you people. It, it's it's like you, when you say to me, oh, and I say I put on three pounds. Oh, look at you. You have big bastard. The, a single step. It, what's the what's the uh, how's that uh, phrase a,
0: go? Every journey starts with a single step.
1: Exactly. So so, you say, well, if he was an hour late, that'd be a different story. You're jumping all the way from three minutes to an hour. That's fifty-seven minutes that yeah. you're just not even paying attention to. Do your eyes get strained when you're splitting all those hairs like that? Because I not would find that it'd be very hairs, hard man. to see. Why does everything have a start time?
0: To give you a ballpark estimate of no, when to arrive. No, it's
1: not a ballpark. And you don't arrive at that time. The event starts at that time. And if you're not there at that time, you're late. You know who, whether it's one minute or one hour.
0: You know who are a remarkably punctual people?
1: The Portuguese. Yeah. Well. See if you show up at 8 o'clock.
0: Well, I mean, it starts much earlier than that. But, but Trailer Trash mm-hmm. hits the stage, I
1: believe, at 10. Yeah. And I got news for you. They're scheduled for 10. They ain't going to be on stage at 10. Oh,
0: should I kick them off the stage?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you should demand knowing where they were. I don't think that's any of my business. No, actually, because the difference is, see, I don't know where this Malaysian guy was. I mean, Trailer Trash will be there, but no musical band ever starts on time. The
0: the longer they go to get on stage, the more time I got to drink Matus and Bafana.
1: I don't know. I even know what that
0: is. Well, a Matus is a rosé, and a right. buffon is a sandwich, mm-hmm. which is delicious. It's 7:58. dollars 58 but back's Brian to Rock 102.
2: Go to rock102.com and register to win a pair of tickets to a game in Foxborough, courtesy of Country Hyundai. Courtesy of Country Hyundai.
1: Hurry to Gary Room Hyundai and save green with more inventory than any other dealer in Western Mass. I'll give you more green for your car, whether you trade it or not. Lisa a 2021 Elantra Hybrid Blue for 258 a 2021 Ionic Hybrid SEL for just 231 or a 2021 Sonata Hybrid Blue for 229 Go green and save with three years of complimentary maintenance. All honeys come with America's Best Warranty, 10 years or 100,000 miles, and order assurance. GaryRomeHundy.com, 150, Whiting Farms, Road, Holyoke. See dealer for details.
0: A wood fire is the way to cook. A wood fire adds real flavor, and a Traeger Wood Fire Grill from Rockies. Gives you total control. You can smoke a pork butt low and slow or grill a steak hot and fast. How about smoky chocolate chip cookies? Your Traeger does it all. Roast, smoke, grill, bake. With wood pellets in a dozen varieties, hickory, mesquite, applewood, a wood fire is the way to cook. And a Traeger wood fire grill from Rocky's Ace Hardware fires up fast and gives you total control. W-A-Q-Y W-A-Q-Y-H-D Springfield 102.1 FM
2: Max O'Brien Mornings Hey! (laughs) Hey! Hey. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh Oh, boy! Yes! (laughs) You betcha! This is Springfield's Classic Rock Rock 102 Having a hankering for some good local pub food? Mosey on down to the Whiskey Barrel in South
0: Hadley. Serving up homemade burgers, loaded baked potatoes, and some of your favorite sides. The Whiskey Barrel in South Hadley. Go on, get on down there. The following takes place between 8 a.m. And, 9 a.m.
1: and the Rock 102 Pioneer Valley forecast is brought to you by WeHelpYouHelpOthers.com. They donate a portion of every purchase to a local charity. Learn more at WeHelpYouHelpOthers.com. A couple of nice days. Uh, sunshine today, although a high of only 72. Uh, a little bit warmer tomorrow. Sunshine going up to 77. Right now in downtown Springfield, it is 56 degrees. Novak Djokovic has easily reached the third round of the U.S. Open with a 6-2, 6-3, 6-2 win over Talen, Greek Griekspoor of the Netherlands. Uh, Djokovic improved to 15-0 in second-round matches at the Open and remains unbeaten in Grand Slam matches this season. He's trying to become the first man to win all four major majors in the same year since 1969. The number one seed's biggest problem yesterday came in the second set with him a heckling fan, but Djokovic regained his composure to put away the victory. Eduardo Rodriguez pitched four-hit ball into the seventh inning as the Red Sox beat Tampa Bay 4-0 for a split of their four-game series with the AL East leading Rays. And the New York Mets have placed acting general manager Zach Scott on paid administrative leave following his arrest for driving under the influence. He was taken in by White Plains police. He had hours ago, or hours before that, attended a fundraiser at the team owner's home. Oh, let's see. Different things to talk about. Minutes from now, his view from the couch. When we come back, it's 8.02 at Rock 102. Your car,
2: your home, your business too. Quadroinsurance.com
0: is for you.
3: We've been clients of Quadro Associates for approximately 30 years. Commercial, liability, business, autos, everything is with them. It's great. Who wouldn't switch? And I've been asked many times. I'm very happy. Their interest in keeping us in business is our interest.
2: Quadroinsurance.com is for you. Hey, Carla, and Talia, and Nico. It's back-to-school
3: savings at Country Nissan. Really? We're adding up all the values on certified Nissans, like one-year complimentary maintenance, seven-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, and 24-hour emergency roadside assistance. Plus, certified Nissans are now starting at just fifteen nine. Wow. That equals big savings for back-to-school. So visit us at countrynissan.com to buy online or come see us in Hadley. Country Nissan. You're gonna love it here.
2: See dealer for details.
0: It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go, and you think of calling for a ride home. Nah, what's the worst that can happen?
3: You get pulled over, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone, drive sober, or get pulled over.
2: And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint. Cabot stains plus rock solid painting advice and expertise
0: hey good morning sports fans how the heck are you folks whenever i feel as though i'm at a loss for any of life's most difficult questions i always defer to just one source whether my questions be about public health vaccines football or any of the great mysteries of the unknown there's only one man who gets my attention and that man is oj simpson Sure, he may have a slightly dodgy background in public health administration, but is there really anybody else more qualified to talk about stuff than OJ? I don't think so. This week, OJ Simpson took time out of his busy schedule finding the real killers to toss in his two cents about the New England Patriots releasing Cam Newton and naming their first-round draft pick, Mac Jones, as the team's new starting quarterback. According to a fascinating video posted on his Twitter account, OJ says, quote, I just don't get why any quarterback in the NFL, as important as they are to their team, won't go and get the shot. You're the star of the team. Go get the shot. Tell the public you got it and wear your mask. And you know what? The juice is right. Get your shot. Wear your mask. Tell everybody you know. Because if there's one guy who knows a thing or two about personal accountability, it's OJ Simpson. Oh sure, there was that little thing where he may have killed a couple of people in cold blood. And then there was that little mishap where he tried to steal his own stuff in Las Vegas. But OJ has had plenty of time to reflect on those things. And clearly he's come back wiser, calmer, and less prone to exacting a murderous agenda. Should Cam Newton get vaccinated for COVID? According to OJ, absolutely otherwise Cam Newton could be seen as self-centered and uncaring never thinking about the people around him such as oh I don't know a spouse and her friend returning a pair of sunglasses nevertheless OJ is a big fan of Mac Jones and I suppose that's something for Mac to be proud of just like any one of us would be the bottom line is when you're looking for reasonable answers to life's difficult questions such as should I get a shot or what should I do with these blood-soaked gloves the only man you can trust is O.J. Simpson. But hey, enough of my yap sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. A Traeger wood fire grill is ingenious. Cooking grade wood pellets give everything a real wood fire flavor. And Traeger's technology gives you total control. See a Traeger in action. Go to Rockies or check them out at the Better Living Center at the Big E. They're now available at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Springfield's Classic Rock, it's 809, and the Scorpions on Rock 102.
1: A nice couple of days today and tomorrow. Sunshine, 72 today, going up to 77 tomorrow, uh, but still just 58 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, A couple of Connecticut-related stories. Uh, First of all, I'm a little upset. that Today Show, uh, now for the second hour, has uh, done a story, and Gabe Gutierrez is live from... uh, New Jersey, talking about the damage from Hurricane Ida in the Northeast. And they're showing all this video from New Jersey, from New York. They even showed some from Connecticut. And yet they fail to mention that a Connecticut state trooper uh, died yesterday in the, pl- in the flooding down in Litchfield. And generally, <clears throat> that kind of a thing would be included in a network news story. But uh, it was not. I'm not sure why they did that. Or didn't. Or Right. Um, something else I saw the other day, which was kind of weird. So some of the families of uh, the children at Sandy Hook School are suing Remington. Remington Arms made the gun that Adam Lanza used uh, to kill his mother and then go to the school and kill all of those other people. And... They kind of have an interesting hook because there have been times in the past where courts have decided that manufacturers could not be held responsible for the damage created by their products you you couldn't you couldn't back then uh, sue the tobacco companies, you can't sue the car companies mm-hmm. uh, so they were saying you can't sue the gunmaker. These parents, their lawyers. Found an interesting twist on that, and the, the basis for their lawsuit is the marketing of the rifle. They believe that the way that the rifle was marketed, whether it was commercials or ads in magazines and things like that, made it uh, attractive to young men. And by showing things like target shooting and sport shooting uh, and maybe even hunting as well. But that they, they their advertising was towards the young male audience. But wouldn't
0: and, that be pretty typical of nearly every gun
1: advertising? I'm not sure. I, I'm really not sure. But even if it was, that's the basis for this particular suit. The weird thing... Is and I don't get this. Yeah, I read a couple of articles so far this morning, but it seems odd. Remington is subpoena is asking for a subpoena for the students school records. That's the, the, what they want. The victims or yes. Adam Lanzis? No, the victims. These children. The the What relevance would that have? Young elementary school students, the Remington subpoena demands, among other things, the children's application and admission paperwork, attendance records, transcripts, report cards, and disciplinary records. Uh, the motion called the subpoena, the, the motion, I'm sorry, uh, they call the gunmaker's subpoena an irrelevant invasion of privacy. That's the lawyer for the parents. And the presiding, they asked the judge to expand a previously issued confidentiality order to include private educational employment, medical records and information. So what is I mean,
0: I'll say it again. What what is Remington looking to get out of this information?
1: I don't really think that's even been reported or disclosed by their lawyers. Um, I mean, the other lawyer, I mean,
0: victim shaming should have nothing to do with what happened. In, the, in that situation. I oh. mean, to, to say, well, you know, that the, the transcripts are somehow relevant? I don't mm. get
1: it. The, uh, the lawyer for the parents says the records cannot possibly excuse Remington's egregious marketing conduct or be of any assistance in estimating the catastrophic damages in this case. The only relevant part of their attendance records is they were sitting at their desks on December 14th, 2012. And the lawyers for Remington— <coughs> Excuse me. We're not available for comment.
0: I don't know. I mean, the 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 more I've seen uh, about this <clears> case, <throat> the the less I think uh, parents are going to win because even if you can prove that marketing had something to do with the motivation for the, Adam Lanza to get a, a, a Remington gun, mm. even if you could, even if you could prove that, it'd be very hard to prove that they were they had any. Uh, liability in this situation. You also
1: have to remember, Adam Lanza's mother was the buyer of the gun. She gave him the gun. She bought him the gun. So, you know, you could say, well, you know, did he ask her for it because he was influenced by the advertising and your argument still sticks. But the fact that the mother bought the gun is also seemingly another separation of the excuse that the marketing is what did it. So, I mean, Maybe. I agree. I think they're going to have a very hard time to win this case. I think
0: so, too. I mean, did the mother have other guns by Remington in the house?
1: Uh, Could you just have been a fan uh, of Remington guns? No, she bought the gun for him because he wanted it.
0: Right. But you. But what I'm saying is, did she have any guns of her own?
1: I don't believe so.
0: Okay. Well, no. then, to me, any liability of putting the gun in the hand of a kid that shows some sort of, uh, you know, Psychotic aggression or you know depression to me, the negligence is probably on the mom more so than Remington, who are just simply okay,
1: manufacturing so is that the gun. Not a little bit of what you just referred to as victim shaming.
0: I'm not n- no because if you're going to if if you're going to try to impose blame on someone that put the gun in this kid's hands, the mother has more responsibility in this situation than I think Remington would.
1: I, I don't in, in disagree. Court.
0: Yeah. I mean, but. It, but I mean, do I think it's right to give a, a kid a gun? You know, I wouldn't do it, but, but there are many families where, you know, guns and hunting and and, and sports uh, and sporting are just a part of their, their their family dynamic. But if your kid is showing aggressive behavior or, you know, uh, having a questionable mental health, I think you have to think twice about, do you put a gun in this
1: kid's hands? Yeah.
0: Well, That's not Remington's responsibility.
1: I would really love to see uh or hear Remington say why they want the school records of the children. It, it just If they
0: if they're asking for the the school records of Adam Lanza, all
1: right, okay, I can I can maybe understand that.
0: But the vic- right. but the records of the of, of the victims in this situation make no sense at all.
1: No, but but I would love to see the reasoning, and, and I would have thought that a uh, a request for a subpoena would be public information. And I don't know whether or not I'm looking at something from the Hartford Current, and I don't know whether or not the current was able to get. I might be wrong. It might not be. It might not be a public record until after a trial is over. The only thing I can think of is is if there would be
0: anything in the records. Of these of these kids, that would suggest that maybe Adam Lanza was bullied by these kids. Was there any, you know, disciplinary, uh, notes in in
1: these documents? These kids were twenty years younger than him. Whatever it may be, I mean, well, you know, I mean, in other words, he wasn't bullied by them. He would they were they were twenty years younger than him.
0: Yeah, I mean, again. That, that would be the only thing I could see if the, if, if the situations were slightly different. But it, it doesn't
1: make any... Unless, uh, I don't know, could could it be that Remington is in the process of uh, negotiating a settlement and somehow they feel that the, uh, the kid with a D who missed 30 days of school in the last year doesn't deserve as much money as the straight A student who never missed a day of class? Are they looking to try to put a monetary value on each of the victims mm. based on their academic records so they can say, here, here's your, here's, the, here's the settlement, here's the money, here's how you can distribute it?
0: Uh, Adam Lanzo was only 20 years old at the time.
1: The kids were six and eight years old. Yeah, but he wasn't 20 years older than them. He wasn't in the same school with them is my point. They couldn't have been bullying him because they didn't attend school together. Okay,
0: I'm not arguing with you. I'm just telling you he was 20. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's okay. all. Okay, don't take it so personally. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. You know. I just don't. I just don't see. I, I don't see uh, your know, Remington. Uh, lo- you know, losing this case. It just. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't know. I mean, if you're trying to. Come up with uh, with the uh, like a negligence, uh, even in their their advertising, it's going to be really hard to prove.
1: Yeah, I, but I do find the tactic uh, interesting though, because they know, you know, previous precedent has said you can't go after the manufacturer. All right, well, but what about this? You know, and then they use the advertising to say this is why it happened. But again, uh, it's the mother who bought the gun. So well.
2: I'm just reading uh, I, w- I read an interesting comment about this last night <clears throat> under one of these stories mm-hmm. supposedly the person's a lawyer I don't know yeah, if that's know true that, yeah. or not uh, but as it says in case anyone is interested this is considered standard practice and wrong- wrongful death litigation the defendants use this information in deciding what they think is their potential liability should they lose or decide to settle
1: right so like I said in other words the dollar value of a straight a student who doesn't miss any school is higher than the than the c student who's been absent a lot it
2: all comes down to monetary value
1: yeah yeah which, which is pretty sad yeah. and sad. and his mother did have guns in the house
0: she was she was a she was a gun enthusiast oh okay so well. i mean you to me that's where most of the responsibility has to lie mm mm-hmm. mhm it's 820 with Baxson O'Brien to Rock 102.
3: This is the sound of a family of four, <coughs> all working away on their.
0: It's 823 with Baxson O'Brien to Rock 102. Rock 102's Pro Picks Pool is underway at rock102.com. It's your call football. The weekly winners score a $50 gift certificate to Geo's Pizzeria and Handen. Pizza the way you like it. The overall season winner gets a $500 cash card courtesy of Norista Organic Life Hydroponics. So check the stats. Go with your gut. Uh, football season is right around the corner, and of course you'll hear uh, you'll hear a lot of it here on Rock One Hundred and Two. Pro Picks Bull brought to you by Norister Organic Life Hydroponics and Rock One Hundred and Two Springfield's Classic Rock.
1: Reading a story the other day about uh, the position that the Taliban is actually in in Afghanistan, as far as taking over the government goes, their uh, their access to money, all of their all of their assets uh, have been frozen in other countries their ability to operate an economy, uh, the import-export business. The, the articles pointed out that Afghanistan, first of all, their biggest export was opium, and they say they're going to stop that. The Taliban says they're going to stop that, which means they're cutting off their largest uh, revenue source.
0: Well, it's about time they uh, act responsibly.
1: But they also said Afghanistan exports licorice. Really? Licorice. Really? I mean, I understand that Turkey exports taffy, but uh, licorice comes from Afghanistan. Well, you know, I uh,
0: I don't know about you. I happen to be a big fan of licorice. In fact, I used to go to this uh, dealership all the time because they had the most outstanding licorice I ever had. And then
1: a dealership.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, they had it uh, right there in the dealership. But as it turned out, uh, all that licorice, when you eat too much of it, uh, loosens your bowels. I would. So that's uh, that's that's the downside.
1: I would think that pretty much. Any country can make their own licorice who's and by the way I'm joking I know the taffy is not actually from Turkey um, but uh, we need licorice from Afghanistan it's the finest twizzlers? licorice in the world twizzlers are from Kabul no 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 I not mean, you know, twizzlers are that's
0: like a that's a sweatshop licorice I'm talking about the good old-fashioned black licorice that mm. uh, that People around the world are crazy about
1: and can make probably on their own. I didn't know we had to what man. I mean, I, obviously, there's a lot of man-made objects that get exported from other countries. Yeah, well, this,
0: this but, is no different than saying, "Well, how come all that chocolate in Switzerland is so good? It's just
1: they're just good at it." Same with the uh, did you the ever cheese go to a, a candy store and see a big sign that said, "We have Afghan licorice"?
0: No, because it's probably too expensive, and the cheap sweatshop stuff is available to the
1: kids for a penny. I, thought, I think that, and I don't remember seeing any of the Taliban walking around with a piece of licorice hanging out of their mouths.
0: What do you think they show? Cam the, the, the cameras are following them all over the place.
1: Yeah, as a matter of fact, you I d- do. You don't even know what else they 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 eat in Afghanistan,
0: but licorice is like one of those things that cleanses the palate in between courses. Uh,
1: I just I thought that was weird.
0: Uh, we have news coming up next. Rock 102. September means fall, and it's just about 8:29. With in O'Brien, to Rock 102. It's time for news. Brought to you by Table and Vine for the best deal in town and expert advice. Only at Table and Vine, Riverdale Street, West Springfield, or at Tableandvine.com. Here's local radio co- icon Steve Nagel. By the way, John, one of the things about uh, about the, the licorice in Afghanistan is Afghanistan happens to be one of the best producers of anise seed. Which which is the I've
1: had pri- I've had seed there
0: Yeah I that, your diverticulitis sometimes backs <laughs> up I get it No but that is the primary flavor of of licorice ah, anise Anise
2: Anise Anise, anise. you ever uh, Did you ever put your tongue on uh, your anise
1: No I'm not that flexible Did yeah. ever put
2: your anise in your mouth No
1: Okay Steve Why don't you go ahead and do the news You never uh, Steve There's a, a newscast to be done Stephen As the summer season comes to an
2: end, some people are looking to take one summer vacation over Labor Day weekend. Recent AAA travel bookings increased 11% over 2019 levels as summer comes to an end. Labor Day uh, travel volume remains high, AAA said in a press release. The company does not release specific Labor Day weekend travel predictions as it does for Memorial Day and the 4th of July, but the company said it expects travel patterns similar to earlier this summer with high volume. So if you're uh, you're heading down south, you better leave right now.
1: I uh, I have never, I believe, ever uh, traveled over the summer holiday weekends, Memorial Day, Fourth of July. Uh, I, maybe as a kid, I have never driven uh, on those holidays weekends. It's it's ridiculous. Well, I mean, uh, never. No, I I don't think so. That's it, I mean, I've uh, you know
0: driven yeah and it's 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 busy, but you know it's it's a whole lot of nothing most of the time
1: yeah I, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't do it I, don't, I, I wouldn't take the risk
0: I mean, I've done it on like uh, like Fourth of July week you know used to when I used to do like them uh, cross country road trips ninety mm-hmm. percent uh, of the trip it was not that bad and once you get to the big population area it's okay, maybe you see a little bit more but I guess but it that's de- it
1: it depends on where you're going right. I could never do a cross country road trip. I'm too, I'm so paranoid just going to Florida. What are you talking about? Getting there is half the fun. No.
2: I always wanted to do a cross-country trip.
1: I can't I can't stop being paranoid about breaking down. My especially dad, if I drove overnight.
2: My dad and his wife uh
0: used to do that all the time. Like they would, you know, drive from Attleboro all the way out to like the Grand Canyon or Oof. California or, you know, any number of uh, Never stops down? in between.
1: Never broke down. Not Never once. had a problem. No. See, that's the thing I'm worried about. And that's why I, that's why you know it's only eighteen hours to get to the villages, mm-hmm. but I won't drive straight through because it'll be you know at some point it's going to be late at night. I usually break it into two nine-hour days because I don't want to break down at three o'clock in the morning in the north or south Carolina.
2: Well, that's why you get AAA.
1: Even that, I have AAA. They, they, excuse me, they have the list of repair shops. But then, what do you do? You gotta. Uh, you, let's say it's a Friday night. You gotta wait until Monday before the car even gets looked at. Where do you stay? Well, sometimes what do your you cov- do?
0: sometimes your coverage may include a rental car, Then uh, you get your
2: car back on the way on the way
1: home. Ah, uh,
2: get that. I got that platinum membership
1: from AAA. Pretty sweet. Damn sweet. Yeah, that's. Uh, I I'm always worried about that. Yeah,
0: you're letting your anxiety get in in, in front of you. Well, when it is the fact the whole
1: country full of wonder right in front of you. It's more than that. Uh, That was one of the other things I was thinking about. Last time I drove down there, I see this car on the side of the road in the breakdown lane with Quebec license plates. And I'm thinking, boy, I hope he's got CAA.
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't know uh, who is uh, managing his entertainment career. (laughs) No, uh,
1: no, it's uh, the Canadian Automobile Agency. And uh, uh, otherwise, it's like, you know, man, what are you going to do? You're in another country
0: you do you do the same thing i mean you know you you, you, you go to a mechanic he you fixes your car and you get back on the road oh, listen, i mean it's you. you're you're so worried about breaking down that you have you know you've basically turned your nose at all these opportunities to see the country this is a remarkable country we live in
1: i don't want to see the country from a rental car because my car's in the garage in in north carolina or you know 600 miles away from home uh
2: well you run the risk of breaking down no matter what time of day it is. So what's the difference? If because you're I'd rather
1: up? not be on the side of the highway at 3 in the morning waiting for AAA to show up.
2: Yeah, but that's when the best stuff happens on the side of the highway is <laughs> yeah. at 3 in the morning.
1: Talk, <laughs> to, talk to
2: any state trooper. Some of the most funny stuff
0: imaginable oh, yeah.
1: happens at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, like that group down in Connecticut a, a, m- a month or so ago. Well, that's right. Mm-hmm. Hey, the, uh, the moops. The moops. It's Moore's. No, it was Moops. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. The card says Moops.
2: A uh, 23-year-old Springfield man suspected of taking part in the beating of a motorist was taken into custody Thursday morning. Jacob Rogers is accused of being among a group of dirt bike riders illegally uh, riding illegally through Springfield on July 5th. The group attacked a 38-year-old driver during a confrontation over a minor traffic accident near the X at Sumner and Belmont Avenues in the forest park neighborhood according to police the motorist was punched kicked and hit with helmets the man suffered serious head injuries that required hospitalization rogers was arrested in an apartment on gerrard avenue just after 6 30 a.m yesterday he is charged with armed assault with intent to murder assault and battery with a dangerous weapon and assault with a dangerous weapon rogers was identified as a suspect by springfield detectives who then obtained a warrant for his arrest he was taken into custody by multiple agencies uh, Rogers is the second suspect arrested in connection with the July 5th assault. Wow. Well,
1: hopefully it's because the first suspect gave him up, and he'll do the same. Because I don't know how many there, there were a group of them. I don't remember the exact number, but uh sure would like to see every one of them arrested. You think the
2: other guy was a rat?
1: Yeah, well, mm, I think probably. they're both going to be. <clears throat> yeah, not so much. I mean, I understand the term rat, but... Uh, I also understand the reason why they do that.
2: Well, I was talking amongst the, you know, the uh, style of people who in a group like that do yeah. you know, talk.
1: Well, because the one who gets caught is the one who's going to get offered a deal. The first one who gets caught, or the first two, are the ones who are going to get offered a deal as long as they give up the others.
2: Oh, yeah. It was Bill and Petey <laughs> and Mikey. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Somebody that's...
0: somebody's going to flip in a situation like that.
1: But uh, my understanding is, is that shortly after they did that, very close by, uh, they went and got gas and they were seen on, on surveillance video.
2: Well, uh, sometimes you do stupid things mm-hmm. you, after you do stupid crimes. Uh, you go and fill up gas. Yep. Hey, you know, it's a good idea. Let's be on surveillance video everywhere.
1: Which is why it's a good thing that we're not making the gas station owners prevent them from buying gas. Amazon.com, Inc. has a
2: solution for potentially crippling shortage of delivery drivers. Recruit pot smokers. The company is advising its delivery partners, the mom and pops that operate the ubiquitous... I can't say it. Ubiquitous. Ubiquitous blue Amazon vans to prominently advertise that they don't screen applicants for marijuana use. Hey, we don't test for drugs
1: here. So oh great! Where do I sign up?
2: Doing so can uh, boost the number of job applicants as much bu- as 400 percent. Yeah, well, Amazon says in one message without explaining how it came up with the statistic. Uh, conversely, the company said screening for marijuana cuts prospective worker pool by up to 30 percent.
1: Yeah, wow. I, I've had this argument with my brother because he works for a company that uh, that does that that screens, and it's like I don't understand. Because a kid smokes marijuana means Mm -hmm. he's under the influence and and he's impaired all the time. No. You're not asking any adults what their alcohol intake is for the week. So to tell an applicant they can't have the job because there's marijuana in the system— you're hurting yourself more than you're hurting anybody else
2: one delivery partner who stopped screening applicants at amazon at amazon's request said uh, marijuana was pr- the prevailing reason most people failed drug tests now she's only testing for drugs such as opiates and amphetamines
1: that makes more and sense. more yeah, a lot more but,
2: drivers pass
0: but you do realize you still have some stigma out there and this mm-hmm. is and this is where it still remains while all the states that are you know open recreationally you know those stigmas don't necessarily have the same weight that they used to. Right. They're, they're still out there. Oh it's yeah, ca- they're ca- out
1: there. But but if these employers are going to keep complaining about not having a workforce, part of the reason is because you're eliminating half of the applicants right. or a large number of them. But
0: applicants. And, and my guess is when we finally get to the point where it is decriminalized nationally. At that point, it won't seem like such a terrible thing, mm-hmm. and people will be able to get jobs with or without marijuana in their systems. Because we have a lot of dope smoking uh, reefer zombies in this building, and they're very productive workers.
1: I, I mean, I was thinking about it again this morning. It's it's when I pass by uh, the one at the former Lux place. It's like you know you can bring an eight year old into any liquor store in the state. Mm-hmm. You can't even walk into a dispensary without an ID.
0: Isn't that crazy? Yep. Yeah, I know. But again, these are the these are the stigmas that the state has imposed because it's still a relatively new, uh, you know, previously prohibited substance. Can I walk into bookends with an eight year old? I don't think you no, no you I think can't. you, gotta, no. be over, you yeah. gotta be over you've gotta be over twenty
1: one just or eighteen. Yeah.
2: Why would you even wonder why you could do that? <laughs>
1: I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> suggesting that I would. I was simply asking if I could.
2: Okay, sure you are. It's usually not on the registry. Well, you you
1: know, some kids (laughs) might want something very, very different for Halloween. Yeah, Uh, no, I don't don't think so. I
2: don't think that's going to work. Employers are dangling a variety of recruiting incentives amid the post-pandemic labor crunch since hiring bonuses alone are no longer standing out. Target Corporation this month announced it would pay college tuition for its employees. And Applebee's offered free appetizers to applicants, and it's pushed to recruit 10,000 workers. Well, where do wow. I sign up? They don't
1: need pot smokers. All wow. you need is a cheeseburger quesadilla yeah, or a but- cheeseburger egg roll.
0: But sometimes you got to have the real munchies to want to go to an Applebee's. Yeah, yeah. I actually heard the weirdest, oddest conversation the other day in a uh, in a uh, in a mall parking lot. Uh-huh. Uh, there were a, y- uh, a couple of uh, youngsters uh, who were uh, sitting around their car, you know, like trying to decide what they wanted to do mm. on like a Wednesday night. And they all said, let's go to Applebee's. Well. And the- <clears throat> No, 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 no. This is the Im- remarkable thing. Now, you would feel that way and I might feel that way. Uh-huh. And John, I don't know how you feel about I Applebee's. I like Applebee's. But these kids were so excited. Yeah. It's like, let's go to Applebee's. And then everybody said... Yeah, it's a
2: new generation. Applebee's.
0: It's a new generation. Yeah. I've you... never heard anyone talk about Applebee's with such enthusiasm that's, before.
2: That's not surprising that you like Applebee's. You have a history of liking horrible things. What are you talking about? You just enjoy horrible uh, things. Yeah. What horrible things are you aware of that I enjoy? Ah, uh, yeah, you, it's it's nothing but like fast food stuff. Like you can't have anything that's like homemade. You're 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 one of these. I can't have. I want. uh, I need to have
1: this particular brand of
2: pot pie, and I can't have this particular (laughs)
1: brand. It's it's just. It's just what I do when I feed myself. Without Ruby Tuesdays or TGI Fridays, I've removed two thirds of my menu. But you know, when I'm with someone, if if someone else is cooking, then yeah, I I like. uh, I like most foods. You know, for the curbside uh,
2: pickup thing from Applebee's when they were doing started doing that during the pandemic, mm, they that's... should have just taken a picture of your bedroom with the bed with no <laughs> railings on it or anything, just laying I, it on the floor and well, go Applebee's, we got you covered.
1: <laughs> I Never understand the people's anybody's uh, uh, dissatisfaction with my lack of a bed frame because it's
2: about cleanliness. Yeah. It's not dirty. Dude, if you're not getting the stu- – you, you're collecting more bacteria that your mm-hmm. box spring is on the floor than you are if your box spring was up on you a – You don't know a, that. I, I think Steve is, is In, focusing
0: on a generalized type of uh, style of living.
1: I, I, I also think that I'm actually possibly eliminating the possibility for uh, more germs because they could gather under the bed. In my case, there is no under the bed. There's nowhere for them to go. It's not and and again, my my quality of sleep. I've never had a, uh, a complaint about sexual performance based on a lack of frame. Yeah, but how long you know, do they stay? Yeah, stick the, compla- the complaints
0: the complaints for much different reasons. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, I can't
1: believe you took me to a crappy place
2: like this to eat. To Applebee's. Yeah, when you got to climb out of bed with you, that's an issue. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, have, do you have like one of those handicap handlebars to get, pull you up when you're sitting down no. and crotch you down?
1: No. It's a rope on the, on the ceiling fan. A, uh, That's what Mc- th- holds the saddle in place.
2: A McDonald's in Medford, Oregon is so desperate for workers that it's plastered a huge banner in front of the restaurant calling on 14- and 15-year-olds to apply for jobs. Heather Coleman, the restaurant operator, said there are always staffing issues, but this is unheard of. The sign has drawn about 25 new applications in two weeks. Coleman told the outlet, adding that she previously raised the store's minimum wage to $15 per hour, but that didn't lure many applicants. Anyone 14 and older can legally work in Oregon, but 14- and 50-year-olds cannot work during school hours and are limited to three hours on any school day. Hmm. They also can't work more than eight hours on non-school days. But at least it's still bodies filling the place up. True. Yeah. You know, getting yeah. your stuff done. Mm-hmm. I was twelve and I worked illegally in a in a restaurant washing dishes for at three for three dollars an hour. And wow. well, my parents allowed that because they felt, because from their generation, that you get a job, you hard you work hard and you save your money, and that's how you Become successful at things, yeah, you know, but that, but, it,
0: but at twelve, I'm pretty sure that violates some labor laws, doesn't it?
2: It absolutely violated some labor laws. He said but, it. Would but again, going... you're talking about a rural upstate community, uh, upstate New York community, who people didn't tell on each other for mm. that kind of thing. They embraced that. No ratting thing. there. No, because you were a kid doing something. Mm-hmm. You weren't bugging the crap out of your
1: parents, right? They were. You were out of their hair. They didn't care what you were doing. I don't, I, you could be working in a meat-slaughtering plant. I really don't have a problem with, you know,
2: 13- and 14-year-old kids getting jobs, especially like these.
1: I I, um, I don't know about jobs that have direct contact with the public. Why you, not? Um, I don't know if I want the 12- or 13-year-old to have the responsibility of making uh, my Big Mac.
0: Well, he was just cleaning, you know, dishes and stuff.
1: Well, that that depends. That's yeah. what I mean. If, I mean, he uh,
0: probably would have been more effective working, like in a sweatshop, making sweatshirts. Well, there's mm-hmm.
2: probably laws that you can't use that type of cooking equipment anyway when you're right. under 18. You might be part of the assembly of the burger.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like, you're the pickle kid. Yeah. Yeah, now like,
2: who's now who's paying the bills? Huh? Yeah, the pickle, pickle kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I don't see a problem with that if they uh, learn how to clean, uh, no, mop up floors, learn uh, do at fifteen bucks an hour when and you're, you're living th- at home with your parents. What be something you if you found
0: out the only kid that can fix the ice cream machine in a McDonald's is twelve years old? That'd be and, wild. And all and, and all, he does normally during the day is just you know clean the trays. Hmm.
1: I know. I was eight years old when I got my first job in a sex shop. Okay. I was assistant manager. Right, trainee. Really? Yeah. 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 I don't know why you brought that up. That made up.
0: everybody feel really, really <laughs> uncomfortable. Everybody. <laughs> and then not just us in the room. I mean everybody. Yeah.
1: Everybody who? Everybody
0: with a radio.
1: Everybody with ears just felt, ooh, yeah. that was uncomfortable. Uh, wow. Ah, wow. Thank God I know three guys with no ears. Yeah. Wow.
2: Gee, I'm glad we got to that joke.
1: Wow, that was a uh,
2: little little rough for the room, huh? Great, great way to end the last newscast on a yeah. holiday
1: weekend. Yeah, I'll tell you that, right. Good thing they're gone for three days. Your
2: uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be a uh, pretty nice day. Sunny with a high of 72. Tomorrow, uh, more of the same with a high of 77. It is 57 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Summer-only savings await at your local Hyundai dealer. Yeah. Gotta get